You're listening to Coleman Community Radio's Coleman County Sports Channel. Tonight's broadcast will begin in about one minute. Listening to Coleman Community Radio's online channel for sports in Coleman County. Tonight's broadcast will begin in about 30 seconds. August is winding down, but the dog days of summer stubbornly hang on and refuse to go away. For the Fairview Aggies, an off-season of hard work, disappointment, and loss have come to an end. The hours spent in the weight room, the endless days of fall camp, and the waiting come to an end tonight. The Columbia Eagles roll into Dafford Smith Stadium carrying the weight of a 71-game losing streak. Waiting for them is a hungry Fairview Aggie team that has won 38 games since the start of the 2019 season. Coach Redding has taken his program to new heights. It has never witnessed before. But the question remains, how high can they go? What is the ceiling for this Aggie team? It's time to start answering that question. It's time to strap on the helmets and swap some paint. It's time for Friday Night Live. Welcome to Dafford Smith Stadium. I am Christopher Greer, joined by my father, Joe Greer. Dad, it's great to be back in Fairview. It is. I've waited for this for quite a while. It's uh, before the heat wave got here, before everything turned into a sauna. But it is a little uncomfortable tonight. Hopefully temperatures will drop a little bit. Maybe we won't have to change our shirts more than two or three times. Hopefully. Hopefully. But it's ready. I'm ready. You're ready. We've talked about it. Charlie, your son's ready. Yep. It's time for football. Well, and something else, too, I, I'd like to mention. We usually hang out on Alt Channel 3 on the app. And tonight, we're actually on the FM and on Channel 3 they will be moving us over to Channel 3 at 740 when Good Hope starts. Good Hope is starting a little bit late tonight, Dad. So True. we're going to be on the FM and on Channel 3. So after 740, you know, if you're listening on the FM, just flip over to Channel 3 and you'll be able to hear us. You know, this Fairview team in the spring game, they play DAR. And to say... They absolutely manhandled them, I think would be a bit of an understatement, Dad. Well, I remember several years ago we went over to DAR. Right. You'll remember that was one of our first upper deck uh, radio broadcasts. We had to climb up this little skinny ladder through this little skinny hole, which is a real feat for me and you both. Right, right. And set all our equipment up. And it was just lucky because it was a perfect night. Well, you know, I, I don't know about you, Dad, but, you know, I'm kind of nimble. You know, yeah. It's felt. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I know I you mean, are. it wasn't that hard for me. 
You know, they went into DAR, just absolutely destroyed DAR. They ended up winning that game 56 to 14. Yeah. You know, we got a bunch of other games going on around the county, and we're going to talk a little bit about our picks. You know, starting off with the Cold Springs at Curry game, I only uh, have covered a game one time at Curry. Uh, that <laughs> resulted in death threats, and I am banned from ever traveling again to Walker County. Uh, that was not fun, and for that reason alone, I will pick Cold Springs over Curry in that game, Dad. Well, I remember that. You called me that night worried. Uh, yes, yes. But, uh, yeah, I, Walker County's a good place not to go to. Uh, you know, here's what happened, folks. I have been around this game since I was eight years old. And Good Hope went to Curry, and I covered that game. It was before I came over to cover the Aggies. And I have never witnessed a game like that. I have never witnessed a game that dirty. I began to speak about it. Some people got a little bit offended. Yeah. And, uh, you know, some threats were made. But for that reason, like I said, I'm going to pick Cold Springs at Curry. Dad, I think you're going to go with uh, Curry, aren't you? Yeah, I believe I will. Okay. Not, well, I, not anything against Cold Springs because I know one of the principals over there. She's a good, good girl, but good lady. But, you know, they got better last year, but I don't know if they're good enough to beat Curry. Well, you know, I think Curry is going to find a way to, to lose that game. You know, Andy and Kalia are picking, picking games along with us. Uh-huh. And Andy and Kalia both took Curry. Um, I'm going to go against the grain. I'm going to pick Cold Springs. You know, the next game we're going to talk about is this one right here. And no surprise, everybody picked Fairview. Well, we are kind of in a partial environment here. That's one way to put it. That is one way to put it, Dad. And you got to say, uh, again, since we haven't, we're at our usual spot in front of the concession stand. Right. Yeah. And to the people who think, well, man, Fairview won't even let them up in the broadcast booth. Nah. For years, Fairview has offered us a spot in the broadcast booth. Yeah. And for years, we've we've turned it down because we want to stay out here with the people at Fairview and talk to everybody. Well, you know, I thought maybe today if they got air conditioning up there, I might. But no, nah, I'll stay out here and sweat. You know with what? Everybody else. It's. It's worth the sacrifice to be out here with the rest of the Fairview Aggie fans. Yeah. Uh, the next game we're going to talk about is West Point at Good Hope. And right here we got a little bit of a mm, little bit of a mix-up. Not really a mix-up, but we got two people picking West Point. That's Andy and Kalia. You and I both picked Good Hope. And to me, that game I think is going to come down to coaching. And I, I just I think the coaching staff at Good Hope has an edge. Well, yeah, we we were at West Point a couple of years ago, and we came out on top, if you'll remember. Right. But coaching had a big part of that loss for them. Well, if I recall, I think I said something to you along the lines of, they're going to find a way to lose. Yeah, and, and they did. And they did. Yeah. And, you know, Andy and Kalia both picked West Point. You and I both picked Good Hope in that one. That game will be starting at 7.40 on the FM right here. So if you're listening to us on Alt Channel 1 at 7.40, that game's going to be starting. If I remember right, that, that game, it was either about to go into overtime or was in overtime, but it was about to go, I think. And we had the ball, and we moved it down about the 
eight or ten yard line. And uh, everybody thought we were going to go ahead and uh, run a play. And we called a timeout. And our team went to the sideline. Everybody thought, well, we, you know, we had a good kicker. Everybody thought we'd just kick it. Right. Well, we ended up going ahead and throwing a little short dump pass, and it went for a touchdown. And and that was the difference in the ball game. Yeah. And um, the good hope coach had timeouts, but he didn't take them once we came out in the formation. It wasn't no kicking formation. No, no, he did not. And why he didn't, I'm still not entirely sure. Um, but I. I'm happy he did not. The next game we're going to talk about, Dad, is Brewer at Hansville. And currently right now, Brewer is in the middle of their 40-year rebuilding plan. So I'm going to pick Hansville in that game, Dad. Well, you know, they won a couple games last year, which is a big, big improvement over their recent past. So I think I'm going to go ahead and stick with Brewer. I, they, maybe they make believers out of them over there. Well, you never can tell. Coming up, uh, that game actually will be on Alt Channel 4 if you'd like to tune into it. The next game I'd like to talk about, Dad, is going to be Clements at Holly Pond. And uh-huh. you, Kalia, Andy, you all took Clements. I'm going to go against the grain and take Holly Pond. You know, we've got a new coach. I think, I think that will be the difference maker in that game. Well... Like Brewer, Holly Pond has a history of not pulling them out in the end. Right. And I'm not saying this new coach is not an improvement. He probably is. I don't know. Don't know the man. But the thing about it is new blood coming into an organization. Sometimes it'll take an immediate effect, and sometimes it'll take a few games. If it doesn't take an immediate effect, I'll, I'll stick with my pick, Clements. But I really don't know the if he's got the material to turn things around to where it should be out there. Well, the last game in the area that we're going to talk about tonight, and it might be a sneaky good game. I think this one might turn into a barn burner. That is going to be Vinemont at Falkville. Andy, Kalia, you, you all pick Falkville. I'm going to pick Vinemont to upset the Falkville Blue Devils in that game. You know, I'll, I'll stick with Fogwell. Both teams have lost a lot of key players. Yeah, Hansville's improved from what they were a couple of years ago. Well, But fu- like you say, they've had some losses. Right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. We will be right back after these messages on Friday Night Live. For 30 years, Budget Blinds has been the leader for beautiful window coverings. No need to travel when Budget Blinds brings the store to your door. From blinds and draperies to shutters and shades, Budget Blinds has been transforming windows all over North Alabama. And we make it easy with your in-home consultation, custom measuring, and installation. Budget Blinds, 256-727-6550, 256-727-6550, or budgetblinds.com slash call. Coleman Electric Cooperative has been providing electricity and community support to help local people and businesses grow for the last 86 years. The co-op is adding to that legacy with its new Sprout Fiber Internet, giving its members access to blazing fast gigabit internet speeds with unmatched reliability and extraordinary customer service. Coleman Electric Cooperative and Sprout Fiber Internet, powerful connections, brighter future. 
The following is an exclusive presentation of the Coleman County Sports Network. Powered by Coleman Community Radio. Coleman's Live 95. And he's got Frost on the pitch. He runs over the first man, lowers his shoulder, and bulls his way forward, dragging defenders down for about seven yards after initial contact. All lines up in the backfield. They send a man around. It's going to be a jet sweep. He takes it off the right side. Got a hole. Break Cuts down. loose uh, down to the 10 to the 5. Jamison Goat, he's hitting the backfield. Big hit by guess who? Number 78, Carson Jennings. Frost bounces outside. He's across the third. Oh, the 20, he's gone. Down to the five, he's into the end zone. Touchdown, Fairview. This is the Fairview Aggies Sports Network, presented by 212 Insurance Group. And powered by Coleman Community Radio, Coleman's Live 95. Stadium. I am Christopher Greer, joined by my partner in crime, Joseph Greer. That would be my dad. Dad, it is hot out here. I would like to say thank you to a couple of people. First off, I'd like to say thank you to Kalia at 212 Insurance Group, who has become one of the big sponsors here of the Friday Night Live show here in Fairview. And I'd like to thank Miss Michelle, who it does so much work with the band. She does so much work at the concession stand. Yep. Honestly, somebody put that woman on staff and give her some tenure, okay? That's what I got to say about that. Um, so we had a couple of games in the area last last night, Dad. I was actually at one of those, that being the arab Albertville game. Um, I coach at ARAB, and that, that, that would be at the JV level. So I had an opportunity to go and check out a varsity game and they absolutely dismantled Albertville. Uh, it was, the score was 34 to 6, and it wasn't that close. No. It, uh, I didn't get to go. I, all I knew is what I read today in Alabama.com and what you've told me, but it sounds like they were probably a pretty undisciplined team and weren't ready to play. Well, the Albertville Aggies, I stopped counting at 14 penalties. Yeah. I believe someone said they had 20, and it killed two drives. Yeah. When I say killed, I mean killed. They were down inside the 10-yard line. All of a sudden, they start getting unsportsmanlike penalties, and they just get backed up and backed up and backed up. Yeah. Um, We've got about 18 minutes to game time here at Dafford Smith Stadium. You're going to see people start getting on the field here in a minute. The other game that was played last night was uh, Coleman playing Mars Hill. And Mars Hill in 3A is the number four ranked team in, in the state, and they showed why. They went in. Coleman hung with them, okay? Uh, at halftime, it was 28-21, to 21, and after that, it was all Mars Hill. 
They finished out the game 55-21. to That's an embarrassing loss for the Coleman Bearcats. It truly is, especially at home and on a season opener. But, you know, I read that this morning that they were number what number three and four a or four and three a four and three a yeah number four and, and 3A. i was surprised i didn't know that they were ranked that high so i do remember they were in the playoffs last year but i didn't follow them really right but uh you can't you can't overlook anybody even no. if you think that they don't have anything like these guys got a 70 some grain losing streak they but do. we were told they brought in a new coaching staff coaching staff brought some key players in so you know, they can't be underestimated because if they do, same thing that happened to Coleman could very well happen to us. I hope it doesn't. I don't think it will. Right. Because I think Coach Redding's going to have them already. But I really, really have to caution about, you know, not taking people seriously. Well, I think that happened to us a couple of times last year, honestly, and I think it maybe burned us a little bit. Yeah, I can remember one time. You know, used to, Alabama, you had season tickets, but you could go down to Legion Field and buy tickets, single tickets to games. And I remember Alabama was playing Ole Miss at Legion Field, and uh, those tickets, you know, nobody wanted them because it was going to be a blowout. And it was, and they beat us. (laughs) Right. Because we didn't take them seriously. Right. Well, you know, something any good coach will tell you, every team has got a puncher's chance. Oh, yeah. You know, if you don't take somebody seriously, if you don't give a team the respect that they deserve, it is entirely possible that they might beat you. Oh, yeah. Um, You know, last year I was looking over the scheduling, Dad, and currently right now the Columbia Eagles are on a 71-game losing streak. Right. Last year they scored 40 points. In what? 11 games? Uh, no, in 10. 10, okay. They scored 40 points, averaging <coughs> four points a game. Meanwhile, the defense averaged giving up 50. You know, you can't win football games like that. So no. the new coach has got his work cut out for him. You know, the new coach is Bradford Zinn. And, you know, we have heard he's done good things. We've heard he's brought in some changes. Last year, the teams that beat him, Hatton, Fairview, Muscle Shoals, Hartzell, Tanner, Decatur, Coleman, Athens, Lee. And when you look at those teams, you've got some good teams in there. But when you get to 6A, you're going to be playing the big boys. Yeah, you are. You know, meanwhile, the Fairview Aggies last year scored about 406 points, but they only gave up 235. And... They won some games, but if you ask anybody at Fairview, last season was disappointing. Yeah, it was. Uh, We had a really deep playoff run the prior year. We lost a few players, but we replaced them last year. Right. It's just that uh, things didn't turn out right. We had a couple of, not really mistakes, but surprises, you know. Well, you know, Priceful beat us. That's one of them. And we were at that game, Dad. We called that game, of course. Um, Priceful is an excellent football team. We'll see them next week, actually. (laughs) Yeah. When we go to Priceful. Hopefully, they graduated everybody. I know Um, when we went down there last time, they had this huge monster of a man. Right. Who was everybody's, you know, number one in Division One. 
Right. I don't know where he went, but he was good. He he could bulldoze a line. And by that, I mean it didn't take, you know, a center in the guard to tackle on each side. It just took him. Right. You know, he'd hit one and hit another one, then bounce back and try to take out the linebackers in secondary. But I don't know where he went, but I'm sure he probably had an opportunity to advance his career play on Saturdays. Well, my guess is he will be playing somewhere. Maybe we can look that up this week. Before you know, we go. Yeah, after Priceful, uh, Fairview has got East Limestone, which is, that's probably going to be an easier game for Fairview. But then they go. East Limestone and, lost last night to uh, Athens. Right. Convincingly. Well, after the East Limestone game, they're going to play Good Hope. And Good Hope always plays tough. Yeah, then, and it's at Good Hope. Well, no, actually, uh, this is the schedule from last year. But oh, I was okay. Looking at. This year, Good Hope travels to us. We Good. play the following week, we play West Point at West Point in the Branding Iron Bowl. Uh-huh. And that's a game where anything could happen. Yeah, I'm really glad we're playing West Point here. Oh, last time I was there, I almost fell down the hill trying well, to get to the press booth. Hopefully this time you won't fall down the hill. Yeah. Uh, after that, Ardmore will make the trip here. Uh, no, excuse me. I am uh, incorrect. Ardmore, we played there at Ardmore for the second year in a row. Um, well, that's good if you need to get a lottery ticket, Powerball jackpot up, I guess. But we went and drove that last year. It wasn't no, you know, that was driving not a the fun park. Drive. No, no, it wasn't. But here's the good thing about that, Dad. You know, somebody's got to buy school books for those children in Tennessee, okay? And we're doing our part to help their education system. That is right. We both should be members of the Mississippi and Tennessee right. Academic Association and Supporters Group. So, after the Ardmore game, we will go to Brewer, and uh, enough said. After that, <laughs> Lawrence County will come here. And, Almost uh, another enough said. Uh, another enough said, but then then the road gets a whole lot tougher. Yeah. Because we have to go to the University of Russellville, and we lost to them last year in a game that could only be described as a debacle. Um if you ask any of the people that were in this stadium and watched that game, they probably, will, as soon as you mention Russellville, will start to, to spew profanity. Yeah. I mean, people are not happy about that game. I was filled in. I didn't get to watch that game. No. I, I had a commitment, but I was filled in. As soon as I walked in the field here the next week, I was filled in with what happened. And you're right. People were less than happy. Uh, there was some deliberate injuries that everybody thought was going on. Right. There was some threats. There was some law enforcement that got involved when they shouldn't have, according to what I was told. Right. We're on the other side. And it wasn't our law enforcement. But, you know, Russellville, even when you were playing, Chris, back in the 80s. Right. Russellville played dirty. The 90s. Well, whatever, not whatever that, it was. I'm not that old. Now, I did play him in 89, and uh, I, I don't really want to talk about that. Because yeah, I they, know, but, I mean, they were they were a really strong team, but they did not win above board. Right. If they thought they had to cheat to, or twist the rules a little bit, let's put it that way. Right. Then they would go ahead and do it. 
Well, we're down to 9.52 uh, to game time. Yeah. The last game on the schedule, Dad, is Randolph School. Randolph beat us last year. Of course, we were dealing with some injuries at the time. True. Uh, we were, and they were dealing with some guys who were super good ball players. They absolutely were. Uh, as Let's a matter give fact, credit where it's due. That uh, he was listed as a wide receiver, but he was more of a hybrid running back. Right. He caught a couple passes, but he took a bunch of handoffs, too, and he ended up going to Division One somewhere, and I forget where it was. Uh, I believe he's playing at Harvard now. Okay. Well, yeah. not Division One, but... Well, no, it's it's still Division One. I. I mean, you know, I guess if you have to go, it's better than a community college, but, you know, yeah. it's all the way up north. Well, we're going to take a couple of quick breaks. Uh, we're going to pay some bills, then we'll be right back after these messages with the 212 Insurance Group pre-game show. You're listening to Christopher Greer, Joseph Greer on Live 95. H&S Appliance Outlet is an overstocked scratch and dent dealer offering quality name brand appliances at major discounted prices up to 75% off. H&S Appliance Outlet also offers factory authorized repair services as well as financing options. To better serve the needs of North Alabama, H&S Appliance Outlets are conveniently located in Coleman, Hartzell, and Aram. A proud veteran and family-owned business who's happy to be of service and can be reached on Facebook at H&S Appliance Repair or by phone 256-735-4184 256-735-4184 H&S Appliance Outlet a proud supporter of Coleman Community Radio A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal Without your presence high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Alabama. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the AHSAA and the Alabama High School Athletic Directors and Coaches Association. In the game of mortgages, experience matters. Meet Josh Phillips, a veteran with over 13 years in the mortgage industry. As a leader in the local mortgage community, Josh is more than just a lender. He's a partner who believes in making an impact. At Impact Mortgage Group, they're not just making mortgages. They're making a positive impact on borrowers and our community. You can experience the difference, too, with Josh Phillips at Impact Mortgage Group. I'm Josh Phillips of Impact Mortgage Group. You can reach me at 256-338-2920, and I'll show you how my experience can help impact your next home purchase. In MLS number 338-177. We've spent a lot of time on this. The investigation is finally over. We uncovered several leads, and we have finally found it. We have found what every small business in Coleman has been looking for. Fiber optic quality internet is here. Utilizing cutting-edge radio technology, Cyber Broadband is now able to offer fiber optic quality internet in the immediate downtown Coleman area and most Coleman industrial parks. More information is available by calling Cyber Broadband, 256-734-1077, 256-734-1077, or on the web at cyberbroadband.com. Are you ready to make your next move in Coleman? Hi, I'm Tommy. And I'm Angela. We're not just realtors. We're a family dedicated to helping yours. We're not just about buying or selling property. We're about building connections within our community. From local schools to charity events, we're active because we care about Coleman. When you use us, you're not just getting one realtor. You're getting a team working around the clock for you. 
With our experience and expertise, we'll guide you through every step of the process. We're the Warhurst Team Realtors at Hagamore Realty Group. We make it happen. You make it home. Back to Dafford Smith Stadium. I am Christopher Greer, joined by my partner, Crime Joseph Greer, and it is Friday Night Live. Dad, you know, in the in our intro, we talked a little bit about Fairview having some losses, and I was going to let you speak a little bit about that. Well, we have. Uh, I personally have lost two friends, as you have, and a lot of these fans here ended up losing some friends and some kinfolk. Uh Sergeant Major Yates, who was Eli Frost's daddy, he was a man who can do. Yes, sir. He was a Sergeant Major in the U.S. Army. He was a command Sergeant Major. I mean, he was the top dog in that whole organization. And I'm not just talking about one place. I'm talking about whether it was infantry, whether it was armor, whatever it was he was in. He was in 82nd Airborne. So, I mean, that's as far as you can go. But nicer guy you'd never want to meet. As a matter of fact, he gave Chris and I a couple Fairview hats because we didn't have one. He sure did. He couldn't find one. And he, you know, come up every week. Another one was Mr. Black. Mr. Grandpa B- Black. Mr. Black was everybody's grandpa, not just the Black clan. I mean, he was soft-spoken. I have never heard him say anything, anything out of the way, even good play or bad play. Most I could hear was, I think they can do better than that. Right. You know? And he was always positive. And, you know, sitting here getting to talk to him, he wouldn't let me put him on the radio, but just being able to talk to him all the time, he, uh, it was evident that he loved his family, he loved the Lord, and he knew everybody who was in this stadium, I believe. I believe and most right. of them was kin to him one yeah, way or the and, other. And they all knew him. Yeah, but he was so proud of all of them. And both of them are missed. We've gone ahead and some people have brought a, a chair with a ribbon on it. And it has a a frame with both of their photos and a little bit about them. And uh, the chair is painted gold. And I think it's going to be a, a staple here at our radio station for the rest of the season. Well, I hope it is anyway because they deserve it. If I have anything to say about it, it will be. Both of those men are very, very missed. They came and spoke to us at every game. I home always or look, away. I, home or away. I always looked forward to having a conversation with them. And they would sit down and we would speak about football and we'd talk about life. And we would talk about the boys that they loved so much. Yeah. Well, the spirit line... Has formed, the Aggies are behind the inflatable, and we're about two minutes to kick off. Um, you know, Dad, that's a very, very somber moment, but it was two great men that I'm glad I got to know. Yeah, I'm, I'm proud to say that they were friends. Well, the Aggies now have come out onto the field. Uh, leading them is big number 64. Carrying the purple and gold flag. Dale Foster. Yes, sir. Fairview is a team with 16 seniors. 
Columbia has 13 seniors on their squad. They haven't even come out of the locker room yet, Chris. They have not. And we're a minute and 50 seconds away from kickoff, Dad. Yeah. Uh, you know, they've got a couple of players down. Uh, the captains are down in the end zone. But we have yet to see the team come out of the field house where they're at. I want to say one thing, Chris. Go ahead. I realize they're in Huntsville, which is a good ways away. But looking over there earlier, I counted 38 people in this visiting stands. There's a few more than that now, but I'd say there's probably no more than 50 or 55. I am proud to say that when Fairview goes on the road, we fill them up. Always. Visitor stands. Always. And we still go ahead and have the Fairview spirit. You know, they take great pride in it. Yes, they do. And they're to be congratulated for doing that. Yes, sir, they are. They have a good program. They have a right to be proud of it. Well, we have been told that there's actually going to be a quarterback by committee uh, for the Fairview Aggies. Barrett York, number 12, and Colt Redding, number 15. Uh, Barrett is a junior, and Colt is a sophomore. They're going to be splitting reps. All right, here comes the Columbia Eagles now. Uh, better late than never. The clock has expired. And, and you have to wonder, is this possibly some kind of head game that they're playing with Fairview to keep them waiting? Fairview's out on the field right now. They're starting to line up. And Columbia is still trickling onto the field. I, I count 39 players, Chris. Yo, that's a far cry from the number that they list on the roster, which is 62. Yeah. And they're going to run all the way down to the far end zone so uh, they can come out, I guess. Um, I have to say, not very organized, Dad. No, it's it's really truly not. Now, you know, looking over the roster, of course, you can't always trust these things, especially early in the year. Uh, looking over the roster for Columbia, they got some big guys on that team. I mean, I counted six that were 250 or over. Yeah. Uh, Fairview, they don't list weights. Um, I'm guessing we're probably about four or five, you know, at the 250 mark. Columbia is getting ready to come out now. Uh, they do not have a ban. Um, and again, man, that, that visitor stands is uh, awful empty. They come through their banner now, and we got backflips. Oh, how about that? Okay. I, I don't mean to be flippant when I say this, but perhaps we should win a football game first. Uh, since we haven't won one in the history of the school. So, the energy level's high for Columbia, and uh, we're about to see the kickoff. Looks like Fairview will receive. They're going to be going from left to right. Fairview is in their purple jerseys with purple pants, uh, white and gold trim, uh, with a purple helmet with white lettering. Hey, Ezra, how are you doing today? And I'm joined by Ezra. Ezra is the son of Kalia, who is uh, over 212 insurance. Hey, are you guys going to win your first Little League football game? I'm not sure right now, but... Uh, we got demolished when we did our jamboree game. Just keep working at it, buddy, and keep getting better. Go Aggies. All right, we're getting ready for kickoff now. And Columbia has come out. They've got the ball on the tee. Uh, 
Back deep to receive for the Aggies. Uh, looks like it's number four, Jamison Goble is one of them. I believe it, the other deep man is number 26. That would be Carson Jones, the junior running back. Uh, and Carson Jones, we saw him uh, late in the year, especially at like Ardmore. He had a good game there. He had a good game at Randolph, Dad. Yeah, they're not really deep. They're at about the 20, 15-yard line, well, three I, men back. I didn't see how far back that kicker could kick. He approaches, there's the kick, and it is high and it is deep. It's going to bounce right at the goal line and bounce out of the end zone. And we're starting to get some chippiness already. Okay, well, this will be interesting, folks. Um, it seems like the Columbia Eagles have come out and they have decided that they're going to be aggressive. Fairview goes straight to the line. Let's see who's at quarterback. If it's number 12 or number 15. Can't read them from I, here. I can't tell from here. Eli Frost is in the backfield. He is offset to the quarterback's left. Shotgun snap. They're going to hand it off to Frost. He goes right. Got a hole. Gets through to the 25. Got one man to beat and finally take it down to the 30 after a 10-yard pickup on the first very first carry for a Gateway Mortgage first down Aggies. They immediately get back to the line. Takes a snap. That's York. He swings it out to the left. The big left-hander. It's complete. And the ball is on the ground. Big hit on the wide receiver. The ball's on the ground. Still waiting to see who recovered. And waiting on a signal. Looks like Fairview got it back. So Barrett York is the big left-handed quarterback, uh, number 19. He has a big arm, Dad. Uh-huh. They immediately get back to the line of scrimmage. Barrett York in the backfield. Eli Frost beside him, trips to the near side. He's going to swing it out, looking for number six, Gannon Black. Or not Gannon Black. Uh, and apparently the... Uh, Aggie roster's got some players who aren't there anymore. Uh, early in the season, that's not unusual. It's going to fall incomplete. It's going to bring up third down in about six. York gets them back to the line. They're going to hurry up. He hands it off to Eli right off the left guard. He's got blockers. Makes a cut across the 40 to the 45. Finally brought down at about the 47-yard line after another gateway mortgage. Who was that? First down. That was Eli on that carry, Dad. Picking up about 12. He's going to move the chains up to the 47. Eli Frost in the backfield. York takes it. No, this is Colt Redding. He rolls to his right, throws, and it's going to fall incomplete. He had a man open. He just couldn't connect. It'll bring up second down and 10. So, coming onto the field is number 14, Jake Harper, sophomore. Going to line up in the shotgun. Send a man in motion. They're going to run a jet sweep to him. He's hitting the backfield, gets away from one, across a 50 to the 45, and he's forced out of bounds. Jake Harper. At the 
44-yard line. Good pickup on second down of about seven yards. Makes a very makeable third down. Eli Frost in the backfield. They're going to hand it off to him. No, they swing it out on a screen. They got a man. Fooled everybody in the stadium, including me. He's across the 40, the 45, down to the 30, down to the 25, and forced out of bounds out of off a 23-yard line. That would make that another gateway mortgage first down. It's going to be first and 10. And they're going to take a timeout for a heat break. We're going to take a timeout as well. We'll be right back after these messages on Friday Night Live. Coleman Appliance Repair is your locally owned and operated appliance and repair company. Servicing most models and brands, they can be found on Facebook or Google for in-home appliance repair needs. Proudly supporting Coleman area athletics and collegiate football, when that appliance frustrates you and you're in need of a repairman, Robert Brantley is ready to help. You can call him at 256-507-3415 or find him on Facebook, Google, or online at ColemanApplianceRepair.com. Hey, Coleman drivers. Are you tired of the hassle and confusion when it comes to buying a car? Well, we've got fantastic news for you. Meet Adam Aker at Mitch Smith Chevrolet in Coleman, your go-to guy for a no-nonsense car buying experience. Hey, folks. Adam here. You know, buying a car shouldn't be stressful. That's why at Mitch Smith Chevrolet, we pride ourselves on transparency, trust and there's never any bs at ms that's right adam aker and the mitch smith chevrolet team are changing the game i live and breathe coleman just like you so when you step into our showroom you're not just another customer you're family together we'll find the perfect vehicle to fit your needs and budget remember adam aker mitch smith chevrolet what's not to love if you mention you heard adam aker on the radio he'll get you 250 dollars off your next auto purchase adam aker at mitch smith chevrolet Friday Night Live. Eli Frost takes a handoff off left side. He's down across the 15, the 10, inside the 5, very close to the end zone. They go hurry up. They hand it off to Frost on the right side. He's over the guard. Touchdown, Aggies! With 10.09 left in the first quarter, Fairview scores for the first time. On the very first drive, they march down the field and put up six. Man, that, Dad, was a very quick drive. Yeah, it was. So they're going to line up to kick now. It's going to be Colt rating on the kick. Snaps down. Kick is up. And the kick is no good. So with 10.09 left in the first, the Aggies lead 6-0. We'll be right back Friday Night Live. Founded in 1887. 
Coleman Savings Bank serves the people of Coleman with a full line of banking services. One of those services is their legacy checking account, available to those 50-plus military, teachers, policemen, and firefighters. It features no monthly service charge, interest earned on any balance, free paper or e-statements, and two free boxes of checks per year, along with other features. You can stop by any one of four convenient locations and ask them about the legacy checking account or visit www.colemansavingsbank.com. For more information, Coleman Savings Bank, Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. Welcome back to Friday Night Live. Fairview up 6 0, 10 0, 9 left in the first. They're getting ready to tee the ball off and kick it away for the Columbia Eagles. The cowbells are out. I'm sure you can hear them. The crowd is electric. That was first drive, first score. And there's the kick. It is up. Good kick. Drives him back to about the four-yard line. He brings it forward. He's hit by one Aggie at about the 22-yard line. And then a purple wave buried him there. It's going to be first and 10 at about the 23, Dad. So now we'll see what kind of defense Fairview's going to put on the field. And what kind of offense Columbia's going to put out there to face them. Fairview traditionally plays three-man front. And I'm a big believer in that now. Uh, since yeah. I'm a defensive coordinator for my son's team, that's what we run. All right. It's going to be three receivers to the far side. Quarterback to the shotgun sends a man in motion. Go from right to left. Quick swing to the back. And he drops it. Is that going to be a fumble or is that going to be an incomplete? Nobody's Fairview making a sign yet. It. We have not gotten a sign yet. From this angle, Dad, it looked like he was throwing backwards, but we can't tell for sure. Got a Fairview player on his knee down there. Uh, he's tying his shoe. He's good. Okay, good. All right, they're going to say that's an incomplete pass. Mm. Man, that looked like it was uh, going backwards to me. Twins to either side now. Columbia sends a man in motion. They run a jet sweep. He runs right into the teeth of the blitz, and the helmet pops off wow. as he gets blasted on the sideline. That helmet, helmet must have got a new lease on life, buddy. That thing rolled 15 yards. It did. No gain on that one, Dad. That was a purple wall. It's going to be third and long for the Eagles. Now, the quarterback is going to be in the shotgun. He is number two. Sophomore quarterback Christian Taylor sends a man in motion. Now they send him back. Trips to the far side. Takes a snap. Flag. I believe we got somebody jumping. They go deep and it's batted down. But let's wait and see what the penalty is. Motion. It's going to be motion. It's going to be against Columbia. You know, those penalties, man, will kill you. I saw that last night in the Arab game. Hey, y'all, it's 7.30. Shortly, if you're listening on Live 95.5 FM, you'll want to grab the mobile app and head over to Channel 3 because we'll be tossing the FM station to Tommy and Daniel for the Good Hope West Point game shortly here on Live 95. It's going to be, well, they took the penalty. It's going to be third and long now, third and about 16. I don't know if they have the option to decline it. 
There's the snap. Quarterback's rolling to his right. Looks downfield. He's got a man. It's busted coverage. He's at the 50, the 40, the 30, the 20, the 10. Touchdown, Columbia. Somebody missed an assignment right there. You don't get that wide open on a pass, Dad. Not 10 yards behind you. No. No, there, he was 10 to 15 yards from the nearest defender. And just as quickly with 8.50 left in the ball game, or in the first quarter, excuse me, Columbia ties it. Now they send their kicking team out to go ahead. I could not tell who that was. We got guys late on the field for Columbia. You know, I'm, I'm seeing things here that if I were a Columbia fan, it would probably disturb me a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's almost like they're not ready. So the kicker's there. They're waiting. You know, the clock's rolling. And then here comes another guy late onto the field. <coughs> you know, you got to wonder about play clock now. They're still looking to the sideline. Here comes another and here one. comes another one. Um, wow. This is uh, very disorganized. So now they've got the football out on the field. We might actually get a kick. Number eight is going to be the kicker for the Columbia Eagles. That is Josiah Coenia. Here's the kick. Gets up and it's blocked. Fairview blocks a kick. The score is going to remain tied. Six to six with 8.50 left in the first. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back on Friday Night Live. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student-athletes in your community? Obviously, yes. Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Alabama. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Welcome back to Friday Night Live. I am Christopher Greer. We got a tie ball game here, 6-6, six to six, as Fairview gets ready to receive with 8.50 left in the first quarter. Back deep is Jamison Goble. And, uh, man, that was, uh, I don't know if that was just a well-designed play or if it was a fluke. I'd have to watch it. They're approaching the ball. There's a kick. It's going to go deep. Bounce at the goal line, go into the end zone. Man, good kicker for this Columbia Eagles team. He's got a strong leg, that's for sure. Let's see who's coming out. I see Eli Frost, and it looks like looks like Barry York is going to be coming out to start at quarterback. Yeah, I believe that's number 19, Chris. He is a big junior left-hander with a strong arm, excellent baseball player as well. They're going to start at the 20, going from left to right. Columbia's got gold helmets, white jerseys, white pants, with gold trim and maroon. Barrett York in the shotgun, Eli beside him, trips to the near side. Confusion on that defense. Moving around, 
and we've got a flag. Timeout. No, it isn't. It's going to be movement on the Aggies. That's going to march them back about five yards. I didn't see who was in motion. Now. Coach Redding's on the field, and uh, he's not happy. Oh, wait a minute. Wait, he's, he's pointing. The official's waving. And, uh, yeah, timeout. They're, they're See, gonna the, I saw that out. guy over on the other side motion a timeout. So it wasn't a penalty. It's a timeout. Excellent. Well, we will certainly take it. We're going to take a timeout, too. We'll be right back on Friday Night Live. Hey, Sheriff Matt Gentry here. Hey, on behalf of the Coleman County Sheriff's Office, and we look forward to seeing everybody at the ball field. We pray God's blessings on each and every one of y'all. Hey, when you're coming to and from the ball field, stay safe. Don't be distracted in driving. Make sure if you go somewhere afterwards, don't drink and drive, but have a great season and take care. God bless. left-hander Eli Frost is beside him we got two receivers to the near sideline going from left to right one receiver to the far sideline York sends the man on his left in motion he comes across formation takes a snap he's going to pull it down and run himself off right tackle big hole big block across the 30 35 40 yard line and he's finally knocked out of bounds big big hit Man, that was a great run and a Josh Phillips impact mortgage. First down. Well, they're getting the chain set. And Fairview's on the line. The Eagles aren't set at all. They're still moving around. And Fairview snaps the ball. He's looking deep. He's got a man at about the 46. He checked yeah, the right here. Goble, and he got hit late out of bounds, and flags come flying. And now we got another late hit, and it's getting chippy. The players oh, we got are a brawl going. The sideline. There's a brawl going on. Flags are flying everywhere. I believe we might see some ejections right here, Dad. Well, we need to. And, you know, these guys were running in from uh, their bench over there full speed hitting our guys there is no sense in that that is classless is what that is that's the only way i know how to describe that and now we've got people screaming up two at the three coaches. four five six flags on the field that i count well let's see what they got happens. a big brouhaha going on in the middle there with all the officials well they're talking about something important such as who are we going to eject? You know, the, the Fairview fans are rightfully upset over that. I don't blame them. There is no sense in that. There is no place for that on the football field. What started that, Goble was on the sideline. He was a good yard and a half out of bounds. And all of a sudden, he just got absolutely blasted. Then they hit another Aggie late and knocked him down. And that's when the brawl started. Well, and then a lot of them started coming in from the other side, from the bench. They all did. the way across the field. Right. And hitting, you know, starting 
punching with uh, Fairview players. I mean, this is this is like w, WC here, you know? Yeah, th this is not wrestling. This is not mixed martial arts. Play the game. For real. Okay, I understand you're frustrated because you haven't ever won a football game in the history of your school. But there's no sense in that. Well, it looks like one of the coaches is walking over. I don't know where he's going. He's not going towards the officials. He's just walking into the middle of the field here. Uh, We've got law enforcement down on the bottom side there uh, looking things over good. I do see that. Uh, he's coming over towards the Fairview coaches. I believe he, there was a glove or something he's picking up. Okay. Now we're going to wait and see uh, the aftermath. The officials are going over to talk to the coach, and uh, I believe somebody's going to get ejected right here. I believe they'd probably be four um, or five. You know, if you're tuning in on the FM, uh, if we're still on the FM station, you'll probably need to get the app and go over to Channel 3 because Tommy and Daniel are about to start the Good Hope game, and it'll take over the FM, and we'll go back to our usual home, which is Alt Channel 3 on the app. Man, I've yeah, we saw chippiness at the start of the game, Dad. We saw some yeah, late we did. hits. We've seen a lot of disorganization on the far sideline. We've seen a lot of confusion on the far sideline. Players not able to get in and out. So, oh, uh, we missed you guys, all of you. You know, and the usual, our, our usual Fairview family is stopping by to say hello. And you know, I love it. Yeah, I absolutely I love it. That's one of the things I love about this town. It's one of the things I love about this school and this city. There's such a sense of community here. And uh, their coach is, he doesn't look happy now either. No, he's been pointing over here towards our players. I don't know what's going on. I do know that an official's come over, got a football from Fairview. They are fixing to start marking off some some real estate it looks like well we're going to see uh, we're going to see what the uh, impact is okay he's marked off 15 yards he's carrying the ball back I think he's going to do it again one two three yeah well, that will be a Josh Phillips impact mortgage first down for the Aggies. All right, 15-yard penalty against them. Okay. That I'm, I'm waiting to see a. Uh, I'm waiting to see an explanation. A, yeah, if, if there's an explanation or a possible ejection. You no, know, it's too bad we ain't got an instant replay on the audio and video. You know. Well, I noticed that it's going to be on Facebook later because several, several people were filming. Okay, that here I we go. Saw. All right, we've got right. a per personal, personal foul. foul against Columbia. And an ejection. And an ejection. Personal foul against Fairview. And it's going to offset. Ooh. But the first down still counts. Personal foul against Columbia again. And another personal foul against Columbia. So that will move it up 15 yards for the Aggies. Yeah. Put the ball across midfield down to about the 39-yard line. And uh, here's the truth of the matter. The guy who got ejected, that's a blow to that defense of Columbia because 
the person coming in to replace him, if he was as good, he would have already been on the field. True. Broadcasting from a transmitter as powerful as a hairdryer. Hey, we got it on high. This is Live 95, Coleman's independent radio, WRJMLP, Coleman. It's an exclusive presentation of the Coleman County Sports Network. Powered by Coleman Community Radio. Coleman's Live 95. First and 10 for the 14. Here's Jones. 10, 5, still running. The following is an exclusive presentation of the Coleman County Sports Network. Powered by Coleman Community Radio. Coleman's Live 95. First and 10 for the 14. Here's Jones. 10, 5, still running. He's in the end zone. <laughs> Touchdown, Raiders. Charlie O'Neill around the right side. Cuts back. Oh, 45, 50. O'Neill at midfield. High snap. They get it down. Hank Hudson blocks it. Hank Hudson blocks the extra point. Looking left is Wiley in the end zone for Malin. Did he make the catch? Yes, he did. He did. What a catch again from Tucker Malin. Touchdown, Raiders. This fourth down and six Raiders. Diamond formation. Receivers either side. Here's Wiley looking downfield. Going for Cone. Nice what play. a great catch by Tyler Cone at the 15-yard line. Here's Hensley rolling to his right. We get him under pressure. We sack him in the backfield. Landon Bagwell. Landon Bagwell with the sack. Power eye. Jude Johnson's the fullback. <laughs> Russ Wooten's the tailback. He takes a handoff behind Jude. Wooten to the five. <laughs> boy. It's going to go to Campbell. We hit him. have come to Atala and knocked off the Etowah Blue Devils. The Good Hope Raiders have defeated the Jacksonville Golden Eagles 27-12. The Raiders are headed to the quarterfinals of the state playoffs. Touchdown Raiders! Touchdown Raiders! Touchdown Raiders! The Good Hope Raiders have scored as the ball game comes to an end. We don't have to snap it again. The Good Hope Raiders have defeated the Aniana Redskins. The Good Hope Raiders have come to the north side and knocked off the Northside Rams, your Good Hope Raiders, are headed to the quarterfinals of the state playoffs. This is the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, presented by K&K Logging, and powered by Coleman Community Radio, Coleman's Live 95. For the Good Hope Raiders and the West Point Warriors, 2022 didn't turn out quite the way they had hoped. But thankfully, like sunrise brings a new day, August brings a new season. And for the Raiders and the Warriors, new offenses. Last year was a 6 to nothing overtime Good Hope win. But tonight, they're going to light it up as the Air Raid Raiders. The lights are on, the bands are playing, and the stands are packed. It's time for Friday Night Live Season 10 on Coleman's Live 95. This is the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. Presented by K&K Logging. 
Raider football is brought to you in part by Cyber Broadband, Merchants Bank, Tisha Brewer of State Farm, Josh Phillips at Impact Mortgage, Guthrie's Auto Service, Budget Blinds, H&S Appliance, Eva Bank, Coleman Savings Bank, Coleman Appliance Repair, Adam Aker at Mitch Miss Chevrolet, Ditton Seamless Gutters, Zaxby's, Rock and Rose Sushi, and my team, the Warhurst team at Hagamore Realty Group. Hello again, everybody. I'm Tommy Warhurst. Welcome to James W. Shable Stadium on the campus of Good Hope High School and the Adam Aker pregame drive. Tonight, the Good Hope Raiders and the West Point Warriors meet for the 44th time. The first meeting came five days before I was born, November the 6th, 1970. West Point won that game, 35 to 6. The Warriors hold the overall advantage, 18 to 24. But if you throw out that stupid COVID forfeit back in 2021, the Raiders have won two in a row. When we come back, we'll welcome Daniel into the broadcast, take a closer look at the Raiders and Warriors, and visit with Good Hope head coach Alan Scott. This is the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, presented by K&K Logging. K&K Logging is proud to be the title sponsor of the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. In business for over 20 years. K&K Logging can handle all your forestry needs, from clear-cutting to thinning to select hardwood logs. K&K Logging pride themselves in landowner satisfaction. A Christian-owned company, K&K Logging is quality you can depend on. Kelly Crawford is a Vulcan District Director of the Alabama Loggers Council. K&K Logging, 256-255-3693. 256-255-3693. K&K Logging, proud supporter of Good Hope Athletics. In today's world, broadband internet is an absolute necessity. Unfortunately, the large cable and phone companies only provide broadband internet where it's profitable for them. For the rest of us, there's Cyber Broadband. Providing internet service since 2004, Cyber utilizes a small radio antenna to deliver broadband where cable and DSL don't go. You can join the 21st century today with Cyber Broadband, supporting streaming, VPN access, and everything else you've been wanting to do with that slow internet connection. It's Cyber Broadband for the win. They can be found online at cyberbroadband.net or look them up on Facebook. Welcome back to James Shable Stadium on the campus of Good Hope High School, the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, powered by Coleman Community Radio, presented by K&K Logging, our 10th season of Friday Night Live. Glad to have you here. I welcome my brother Daniel, who stands to my left. Daniel, a little bit humid outside, but it doesn't matter. It's August in football. It doesn't matter. It's football season, and I'm already broke a sweat. I'm ready to get out on the field. I've been down there with the team when they come out, caught a couple of passes, and I'm ready to go. I don't care how hot it is. The sun has gone down behind the trees, but it's still warm. The West Point Warriors are coached by Don Farley. He's in his 11th season at West Point. Coach Farley is 49 and 56 overall. His Warriors finished 3 and 7 in 2022, but they have not talked about last year's record since the spring, and that was only one conversation. They literally put it to rest. The Warriors started the 2022 season in a gun tee offense, but about halfway through the season, they made the change back to their familiar spread, and that's what we'll see tonight from the Warriors. They're led offensively by their junior quarterback, Hunter Hensley. He threw for 1,687 yards last season, 19 touchdowns. And defensively, they're led by the Rock, J.D. Cochran, the senior linebacker, Daniel, at 6'2", 220. He is lean and mean. He's the one that fills out the uniform when you saw him coming through, (laughs) running through there, or coming on the field. Yeah, he's a good-looking kid. They return 10 seniors, and all of those are in skill positions except two linemen. 
The Good Hope Raiders enter 2023 with 11 seniors. Seven of those are returning starters. The Raiders are coached by Alan Scott, entering his ninth season here at his alma mater. Coach Scott is 68 and 63 overall. He's 50 and 40 here at Good Hope. A little history for you. The Raiders are 302 wins, 263 losses, and three ties overall. They enter their 54th season of football. They're 131 and 100 here at James W. Shable Stadium. They finished 2022 campaign with a five and six record, but did make the fifth straight playoff appearance. At the end of the season last year, the coaching staff kind of got together. They talked about their returning talent, Daniel, and quarterback Colton Watley, the receivers on the outside, and the change in the offense was made. And I think it's, I mean, that's what great coaches do. You look at the players you have, and you adjust your offense to what what you have. They got basketball players playing wide receiver. You can throw it up to basketball players. They know how to go and get it, and I think it was the smartest thing they could do. When your athletes are on the outside, you got to be able to get them the ball. Defensively, we're led by what may be the best linebacker tandem in Class 4A as they work through the years, Callahan, Lindsey, and Landon Backer. And I would have to totally agree with that. Callahan, Lindsey showed some promise a couple of years ago coming in and knocking some people's heads around. And I said, when he gets older, he's going to be good. And then, of course, you've got the family tradition, Landon Bagwell. <laughs> yep. You throw Hank Hudson in there as a quarterback of the defense, and the Raiders are really on to something. We're 10 minutes away from kickoff. When we come back, we'll visit with head coach Alan Scott and get the 2023 inaugural version of the Raider Rhyme from Rock and Roll Sushi when Good Hope Raider football continues on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, presented by K&K Logging. Live 95 is brought to you in part by Merchants Bank of Alabama, a division of South Point. Now with several locations across the state, but still located in the heart of Coleman County. They are a proud sponsor of Coleman Community Radio on Live 95. Merchants Bank of Alabama, a division of South Point Bank, member FDIC. When you make the right decision, it feels good. Like picking the perfect place to have dinner. Or choosing a good night's sleep over binge-watching TV all night. It feels really good to make the right insurance decisions, too. That's why State Farm Agent Tisha Brewer is right here in Coleman County to help you select the right protection at the right price. Tisha will make sure you understand your State Farm coverages so you'll know what to expect if the unexpected happens. With State Farm agent Tisha Brewer, it's easy to make the right choice. I'm Tisha at Tisha Brewer State Farm. We're located behind Cook's Pest Control at 909 Fisher Street. You can reach us at 256-734-4645. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I'm here with head coach Alan Scott. And coach, we were just talking. It seems like opening night gets here faster and faster every year. Yeah, it's wild. You know, it's like we said, it just seems like Priceville was yesterday, and you've got the summer in front of you and all those things, and fall camp starting, and you're in that grind. But, uh, you know, when you get out here on Friday night, it kind of makes it all worth it. Talk about the summer real quick. We kind of changed things up, a little different offense coming this year from the Raiders. Yeah, you know, just looking at our personnel, it's something that we felt like we probably would help help our team out a little bit. doesn't mean we don't want to run the football anymore. It just means that we're going to try to use the gifts that the Lord's given us. And so throughout the summer, our guys have done a good job working, and Colton has you know, been up here and been a good leader for us throwing the ball around. So hopefully good things will happen tonight. Opening night here at your alma mater. This place means a lot to you. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, it's a special place. You know, us coaches, a lot of us, about all of us have played at Good Hope. And so just to be able to be here on Friday nights and, and help keep this program going, is uh, it means a lot. So, uh, you know, for these guys, it's a tradition that we want to carry on. And 
we hopefully we've established that in the last few years that uh, it'll be one that they can take and, and kind of run with it. We were able to get some of our good county games and county rivalries back on the schedule. We've got two of those in a row before we get into region play. It starts tonight with West Point. Talk about Coach Farley's Warriors. Always huge. I mean, that's the first thing you notice on film is that they're big kids and uh, they, uh, you know, they they get after it. He's he's been there for a long time and and done a great job. And I thank the world of him. So, uh, just a good program. He's got his sons out there coaching with him. It's a family deal over there for them. And so I, I fully expect a ball game like last year where it's just a knockdown drag out. You know, they they've changed their offense back to the spread. We, we're going to run about a four wide. So I'm thinking a lot of points tonight, maybe. Except you don't want your defense to give up a lot of points. But I think it'll be exciting for the fans. Yeah, you you just <laughs> never know. I mean, the state's already told us we gotta we gotta end this game by midnight. So if we start throwing it around, who knows? But uh, no, I, I, you know, this first game there's a lot of intangibles, a lot of things that we can't see coming, and uh, just hopefully our guys will settle down and play ball. Coach, what's the key to the Raiders getting out of here with a win tonight? I think uh, for us on offense, on offense, it's establishing a rhythm, uh, letting Colton get comfortable uh, in the pocket, giving him some time. Defensively, it is uh, it is tackling and not allowing that big offensive line to push us around. Coach, thanks for your time. Best of luck tonight. Hey, thank you. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Alabama. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the AHSAA and the Alabama High School Athletic Directors and Coaches Association. Guthrie's Auto Service has been providing quality automotive service since 1985. Located in Coleman on Eva Road, just north of 157, Guthrie's Auto Service is a AAA approved and Napa Auto Care Center, meaning their repair work is warrantied up to three years or 36,000 miles. And because they're part of the Napa Auto Care Network, their work is also warranty at over 14,000 Napa Auto Care locations across the country. Terry Guthrie and his team are award-winning, collecting Napa's Auto Care Center of the Year for the Nashville Distribution Center and a People's Choice Award in 2020. More information is online at guthriesautoservice.net. Rock and roll is as much a part of American history as George Washington himself. And Rock and Roll Sushi is proud to be the original American-style sushi restaurant founded on great food and rock and roll music, boasting flavors that are big, bold, and loud. Rock and Roll Sushi is the only place to experience the rock you love and the rolls you love with the ones you love. Rock and Roll Sushi, Market Plast Center in Coleman. You know when you hear Rock and Roll Sushi, it's going to be time for the Rock and Roll Sushi Raider Ride as we come back to the Animaker Mitch Smith Chevrolet pregame drive here. The Good Old Raider Sports Network presented by K&K Logging. Powered by Coleman's Live 95. Here's Daniel with the first Raider Ride 2023. Raider football 2023 is here. We've got a new scheme and a new attack, but let me be clear. These Raiders are prepared to fight. You want to see some football? Be here Friday night. Summer workouts and the preseason are done. Now it's time to cash in and have some fun. The West Point Warriors are coming to James Shable, and we're going to put all our cards on the table. They might be a bigger school size-wise, but after the game starts, they'll be hypnotized. If we play like I know we can play, after the game, they'll have nothing to say. Do your job and give all you got to. 
And we will leave here tonight with a W. Captains are meeting out at midfield. Captains for the Raiders are Colton Watley, Guillermo Alde, Zeb Smith, and Jet Swan. Your captains for the Raiders, Hunter Hin- um, excuse me, for the Warriors, Hunter Hensley, Parker Marks, Noah Bryan, and Atticus Lindsay. Raiders won the toss. They want to go on defense first. So West Point will get the ball to begin the ball game. They're going to be working from left to right as you listen here. At James Shable Stadium, we welcome you in to the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, presented by K&K Logging and powered by Coleman Community Radio. Coleman's Live 95 WRJM LP Coleman, proud to be in Season 10 of high school football here on Coleman's Live 95. Teams are behind the banners, and here come your Raiders. Point dressed in white tops and white bottoms. They've got that dark garnet numbers and the dark garnet helmets with the spear on them. Your Raiders dressed in the Raider red tops and Raider red bottoms. We've got two white stripes down the side of our shorts. The numbers are white. And it has Raiders across the chest and the best looking helmets in all the football. Daniel White helmets with the feathers and the red face mask. Yeah, the red face mask and that headdress feathers going across the back. I love those helmets. They're awesome. Here we go. We've been waiting for this. <laughs> this has been the Animaker Mitch Smith Chevrolet pregame drive to kick off. And now we're just about set for Raiders and Warriors, only 13.7 miles separate Good Hope High School and West Point High School. And boy, it's good to have some county rivalries back on the schedule again as we get ready for region play, which doesn't come to us till week three, thankfully. We'll get the runner-up to Class 4A last year, Cherokee County Warriors in week three. We got West Point Warriors tonight. We'll have the Vinemont Eagles at their place next week, but tonight... It's Warriors and Raiders here on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. Presented by K&K Logging and powered by Coleman's Live 95. Folks, we're doing something a little bit different this year. You can go... Where Where are my notes here? Yes, we are creating podcasts for our talk shows and our football games. You can go to your favorite place where you subscribe to your podcast and you can subscribe and get all the Good Hope games there and any of the shows you like here from Coleman's Live 95. You can get those platforms right there on our website too at Coleman's Live 95. Actually, it's live95coleman.com. Just read your notes, quit ad-libbing. <laughs> here we go. I'm ready for kickoff. Yeah. Just about set to get this one underway. It's a short kick going to be taken by the Warriors at the 23-yard line. Boom! And hit right on the spot is Parker Marks. He was trying to get free, and he could not get out of the grasp of the Raiders. And the first one down there was Mason Drake. Hit him hit him hard, put him just about to the ground. And then, like you said, Marks come and cleaned it up. But uh, that's a good kick. 26-27 yard line. Braden Cooper, the 5'860 pound junior, handling kicking chores so far in this young season throughout the summer and the fall for the Raiders. Raiders will play a 4-2-5. The backers are Bagwell and Lindsey. West Point has four wide. Bobbled snap. 
Taken down by Hensley. Has nowhere to go. Bagwell's there to ride him down to the turf for the 27-yard line. He might have got one. Yeah, he might have got one, but that snap messed up the whole rhythm of that play. It was kind of high, kind of went through his hands, and the back had already gone in front of him, so he just did a smart thing, just grabbed it and tried to get what he could. Landon Bagwell's there to limit it to maybe, maybe half a yard, but either way. It'll be second down and nine. Now for the Warriors. Ball on their own 27-yard line. Working left to right as you listen here from Jane Shable. And penalty flags on the play. False start out there on a wide out for the Warriors. And that's going to back them up five from there. So it'll be second and about 14, something like that. Yep, second and 14. Just underway, first quarter here from James W. Shable Stadium. Raiders. And Warriors here on Friday Night Live, Season 10 on Coleman's Live 95. Glad to have you here on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. Tommy Warhurst alongside my brother Daniel. Four wide for the Warriors now. They shift the wing. That's Robertson out to the right side. Makes it five wide. Now he's going to come in motion back to the right. Raiders still in that 4-2-5. Hinsley bobbles the snap. Throws it out into flat. Intended for Robertson. Good coverage out there from the Raiders. We had Aiden Black right on him out there in the flat. Broke up the pass. That'll bring up third down now for West Point. <laughs> little little jawing going back and forth there. And looked like that was Robertson for West Point. And he got Callahan Lindsay a little upset because he said something back to him. And I don't know if I'd want to get him upset or not. No. He might regret that coming soon. I'm going to keep an eye on that <laughs> for the rest of the night. He might not wish he would have said anything. Callahan Lindsay's listed at 5'11", 165, but he's ever been a 190, I bet. Here's oh, Hensley yeah. again. Third down and long. Downfield has her receiver open. He makes the catch. Oh, great He catch. got just beyond Tyler Bird, and what a great catch on the outside out there by Brandon Monfort. 5'11", 180-pound receiver for the Warriors. He picks up an Eva Bank first down into Raider territory there at the 37-yard line. He was just on a post pattern, and... He laid it right up for him. He stuck both hands out. Like you said, made a great catch. Bird was in good coverage. He just kind of dove for the ball, trying to knock it down. And Monford was right there to make the catch. Another false start from the Warriors, so that'll back him up five. And that was kind of odd. The official was standing over the football, as in both giving both teams time to substitute like they do. And as soon as the official stepped back, West Point's offensive line moved. So I don't know if the quarterback had, you know, hollered the snap soon as the official stepped back, but he wasn't even off the line of scrimmage yet. Hensley in the shotgun now. Robertson to his right, four wide. Hensley wants to throw, rolls right, rolls right, throws out in the flat, incomplete. Intended out there for Parker Marks. Weston Hancock on the coverage out there for the Raiders. Good to see Weston back on a football field. He came out back in the spring, played in spring ball, hasn't played football since his freshman year. He got injured, took off his sophomore and junior year, and he is back. And, boy, good to have him here. Yeah, he's got great size out here, especially to be playing cornerback. So second and 14, 15, maybe 15, yeah. Second and 15 after the false start on first down. Four wide again for West Point. Hensley rolls left and a false start again. The slot receiver moved just a little bit early. The official was late getting yep. his flag thrown, but that's what it is. The slot receiver moved just a little bit too early. 
And I mean, I played wide receiver. You did too my whole life. You get your watch foot on the, the line of scrimmage, you turn your head in, and you watch the football. You can't even hear the quarterback. It don't matter what the yeah. quarterback says. You watch the football. But Easy to say, but I'll never forget state championship game at UMS right in Mobile. I'm five yards downfield. James Johnson goes the distance for a touchdown, and it all gets called back because number 31 was offsides. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It didn't cost us the ball game. They they wore us out anyway, but still. <laughs> Here's second down. And 20 for the Warriors. Hensley rolls left. We're coming after him. He gets it away. Complete out in the far flat out there to Sims. Sims is going to be about a yard shy of the original first down marker. Boy, we had good pressure coming into backfield there from Hank Hudson. Yeah, I thought he was going to get to him. And that out-of-bounds sideline over there is closer up than it looks yeah. from right here because when he spun to the outside after he caught the ball, he just stopped running, and I thought, he's, what's he doing? But they're back away from the line, and you can't really see the sideline on that side, but I know where it's at now. Third down and 13 for West Point. Two receivers either side. Robertson to the left to Hensley. Wants to throw another flag. False start again on West Point. Wide receiver right out here. I saw actually the one on the far side moved too, and they moved at exactly the same time. They got to leaning forward before the ball was snapped. They're anticipating the snap count rather than just watching the ball yep. like we talked about, but I can't say anything because yeah. I anticipated it too. Yeah, well. 34 years ago. That's four tonight already, and we're still <laughs> yeah. in the first quarter. True. Yep. So it takes it back to third down at about 18 for West Point. Ball is on the Raider 45-yard line. Hensley in the shotgun. Got a receiver open across the middle. Now coverage covers him up. Hensley's got a run. We flush him out of the pocket. He gets down to the 41. Good pressure back there by three or four Raiders in the backfield. And Callahan Lindsay ends up finishing him off. It's going to be fourth and it looks like 14 from the 41. So how many fourth down stops did we have in last year's game you counted? I was counting earlier just looking at my notes from last year's game. It was six fourth down stops in last year's game. They're going to punt this away. J.D. Cochran will drop back in punt formation for the Warriors. Tucker Malin back to receive for the Raiders standing at his own 10-yard line. Cochran's going to kick this one high end over end. We got to get away from it. It almost bounced right in front of Malin. It takes a Raider bounce and goes up to about the 27-yard line. Yeah, he ran up to it. Noticed he didn't need to catch that one. Didn't call a fair catch. He just let it bounce, and it had that backward spin on it. So when it hit, it backed up about 9 or 10 yards in our favor. So here we go. So here come the Air Raid Raiders. A whole new offense for the Raiders. Jacob Haynes is back there at running back. He'll stand to the left of Watley, who's in the shotgun. We've got twins to either side. Rutherford and Malin to the near side. Keith and Cone to the top. And that's going to be on us. False start on us here. Everybody's anxious to get these plays going. <laughs> They're starting to move before the boss. And have four on them, and that's one on us. So maybe we'll limit it to that. Makes it first and 15. No score between the Raiders and the Warriors. 9.56 left here. First quarter from Good Hope. Twins either side. Hayes to the left of Watley from the shotgun. Watley looking, looking. Everybody's covered up. Now he finds a receiver open across the middle. That was Rutherford, but Watley couldn't get the pass to it. Ball's incomplete. That'll bring up second down. 15 now for the Raiders. 
it looked like maybe he was thinking he was going to run a different route because Watley threw that one to the middle of the field, maybe 15 yards behind the line of scrimmage, and our receiver was down here deep past midfield. So it might have been a mix-up on what coverage they saw and what route he was supposed to run that time. Looked like we had a post from the two inside receivers. So second down and 15, same formation for the Raiders. Twins either side. Watley's got a roll to his left. Go out into flat for Malin. Malin hauls it in at the 30 to the 35. Runs over a warrior at the 37 <laughs> up to the 40-yard line. Tucker Malin's got an Eva Bank first down. A nice job. Just a, you know, an easy little seven, eight-yard out route. Malin caught it right there, turned, broke one tackle, and saw the safety coming down on him, and he just lowered his head and ran over him. That's the way you get physical right there. I'm a wide receiver, but I'll run you over. Nice job, Tucker Malin. Eva Bank first down on the pitch and catch from Watley to Malin for the Raiders. Here's Haynes. Inside handoff. He's got a whole great block on the outside from Malin. Haynes pushes it across the 45 and up to the 47-yard line. Great job. Just a little give to the left side that time for Jacob Haynes. And not only can he catch and run over people, Tucker Malin can block too. He had his guy turn to the inside. Jacob Haynes read him, cut it to the outside, picked up six or seven yards. Great job moving the ball so far. Second down and four for the Raiders now from our own 46-yard line. Twins right, one receiver left is Malin. Malin will go in motion to the right side. Low snap, Wally gathers it in. Out to Malin in the flat. That pass is behind him, and luckily it goes out of bounds. Yeah, boy, that's that was a backwards a, pass. It will lose yardage. That's exactly what I was about to say. I'm sorry. I was going to say that. Are they marking that as backwards? Yep, looks yep, like they're going to back yeah. us up to the 35-yard line. We had Malin swinging out there in the flat. The pass was just a little high. Yep. Resetting up a double pass. And we could have. We could have yep. been because that he did purposely throw it behind the line of scrimmage, and that could have been what they're setting up. But the pass, like you said, was a little high, and it rolled at least 10 yards from where we were. Third down and 17 for the Raiders. We're back on our 34-yard line. And we're going to have to call a timeout because the play clock yep. was down. Play clock's running seconds. down. 9.09 left to go opening quarter. Back in a moment on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network presented by K&K Logging. For 30 years, Budget Blinds has been the leader for beautiful window coverings. No need to travel when Budget Blinds brings the store to your door. From blinds and draperies to shutters and shades, Budget Blinds has been transforming windows all over North Alabama. And we make it easy with your in-home consultation, custom measuring, and installation. Budget Blinds, 256-727-6550. 256-727-6550 or budgetblinds.com slash call. Hell no, they're contemporary. They're not like everybody else. Live! 95.5 Welcome back to the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network presented by K&K Logging and powered by Coleman Community Radio. Coleman's Live 95. No score, between the Raiders and the Warriors. Raiders have the football. Third down. At about 17 from our own 34-yard line. 9.09. Left to go opening quarter. Watley rolls to his left. Looks downfield for Rutherford. He makes the catch into West Point territory at the 45-yard line. Carter Rutherford with an Eva Bank first down for the Raiders. And that's a great throw from Colton Watley. Rutherford was running like a almost a little... Post corner route, and the safety was behind him. The cornerback was in front of him, and Colton Wiley dropped that one in between both of those guys. And a great catch 
by Rutherford that time, too. And good targets. Rutherford is the shortest of our receivers at six foot. They're six two, six three. Here's Rutherford again. 40, 35. And down to the West Point. 29-yard line in another Eva Bank first down. And we're running a little hurry up. Getting to the line of scrimmage. Coach is calling the play over here. We're going to run it. We're ready to run another play. Coach Witcher said that in practice Wednesday. When we get rolling, we're going to go. We're not going to substitute. We're going to run quick. And here are the Raiders now going fast. Oh, nice. Watley on a keeper. He's got five, got seven, got about eight yards down to the 21 yard line. Penalty flag back on the play about the 25 yard line. And that's going to be a hold against the Raiders. But it's a spot foul, so it'll be marked from the 25 instead of from the 29 where the ball was. So they shouldn't walk that one back to about the 35-yard line. It'll bring up first and 15. Yeah, that's where he's going to put it down. And now the officials take a... Officials timeout, mid-quarter heat timeout, folks. It is sticky. No score between the Raiders and the Warriors. Back in a moment on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, presented by K&K Logging. There are many advantages when you bank locally with people you know. Eva Bank will get you started or restarted. Eva Bank offers many loan choices. We stay flexible and put your situation first. What matters to you? matters to us. We are specialty lenders with programs for home purchases, home construction, land purchases, manufactured homes with or without land, commercial real estate, and other consumer or business loans. Eva Bank is your one-stop lender. The process is fast and easy. You can apply in person, over the phone at 256-255-2000, or you can visit us online at www.evabank.com to get started today. Eva Bank, NMLS number 414640, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Coleman Electric Cooperative has been providing electricity and community support to help local people and businesses grow for the last Back 86 years. Back at Jake Stadium, first down and 15 for the Raiders now. Wally got fired out in the flat on the far side of Cone. Cone makes a catch, he's got a running room 30. Caught the ball and then Weston Hancock got a piece of the guy that was supposedly covering Cone and when he did, Cone just went around him to the outside, picked up about seven or eight yards. Our apologies for the technical difficulties. It's all operator era. First game of the season. I got some penalties on my end too. Here's Watley to throw. Pressured in the backfield is trying to scramble and pick up a yard or two. He does down to about the 26-yard line. His helmet popped off on the play, so he'll have to come out. Tyler Cohn will go back to quarterback duties, and Tucker Keefe will check in for the Raiders. We'll have Keefe and Hancock spread to the right. Rutherford and Malin split out left. Haynes, the running back, he'll stand to the right of Cohn. Third down at eight for the Raiders. Cone's going to keep this himself right up the middle. Big hole, 20, 15, and Cone's down to the 12-yard line. He's got an Eva Bank first down for the Raiders. And that was a little read play where he puts it in the belly of Jacob Haynes, reads what the defensive end does. If the defensive end crashes down, he gives it. If not, he keeps it. And that time he saw him going to the outside, so he just kept it and picked up about 15 yards real quick. And now Colton Watley's back in. Twins either side for the Raiders. 
Haynes to the left of Watley. Watley's going to roll left. Looking in the end zone, looking in the end zone. Everybody's covered up. And he's going to be knocked down about the 10-yard line by Dawson Smith of West Point. Yeah, he didn't have time that time, but Rutherford was breaking wide open. He ran a little corner route, and he got behind the safety from West Point. He was wide open if he'd have had another second. Still twins either side, but they're bunched in tight. Watley looking in the end zone. Cone's wide open. Watley doesn't see him, but he finds Malin at the five in the end zone. Touchdown, Raiders. Great job that time. Like you said, Tyler Cone was wide open from the start, and I think somebody from West Point noticed that too. And when he backed up, it left Malin coming across the middle wide open, and Watley found him, and he put it in. Touchdown Raiders, first one of the season. Colton Watley to Tucker Malin. I bet you will be saying that a lot this yep. year. Braden Cooper on to attempt a point after for the Raiders. It'll be out of the hold of Aiden Black. Snap is high. Black has to haul it in and try to run. Fire, fire, fires fire. Fires in the end zone. Ah, through the hands of Landon Bagwell. So the point after attempt is no good. Raiders lead it 6-0, 727 left in the opening quarter. Back in a moment on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network presented by K&K Logging. In the game of mortgages, experience matters. Meet Josh Phillips, a veteran with over 13 years in the mortgage industry. As the leader in the local mortgage community, Josh is more than just a lender. He's a partner who believes in making an impact. At Impact Mortgage Group, they're not just making mortgages, they're making a positive impact on borrowers and our community. You can experience the difference too with Josh Phillips at Impact Mortgage Group. I'm Josh Phillips of Impact Mortgage Group. You can reach me at 256-338-2920 and I'll show you how my experience can help impact your next home purchase. In MLS number Tommy Warhurst alongside my brother Daniel. The Raiders have just taken the lead over the Warriors. Raiders lead it 6 nothing. We have 7.27 left to go here in the opening quarter. Wow, Raiders signaling quarter? for one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> still the first Was quarter? It 9.30 already? <laughs> We've been playing 19 minutes. <laughs> it's 8:19, but yeah, we've only run uh, four and a half minutes off the clock. Yeah. I might lose 10 pounds here tonight. That no doubt. <laughs> Cooper's kick goes out of bounds at the West Point 35-yard line, and somebody's going to get a flag. Yep, there was a flag on the far sideline. The ball was already out of bounds, and yep. somebody got decleated over there. I think it was. Zachary Keller, who got got hit, but like you said, the ball was already out of bounds. The play was over, and it looked like he might have been out of bounds. We'll see what the official call is here. They're putting the football down at a West Point 35-yard line. Yeah, they he have may have picked up the flag. Okay. Nope. Here we go. Illegal procedures. What? They're against us for kicking the ball out of bounds. So, they, okay. so, so there was not a flag for the no. hit. Okay. There was a flag for the ball going out of bounds. Whistle okay. wasn't finished blowing just yet. Yeah. First and ten for West Point now. Pass across the middle. Incomplete. Ooh. Intended out there for Parker Marks and almost picked off by Zachary Keller for the Raiders. 
Great defense on the first. Hank Hudson was able to get his hand in on the receiver and kind of knock it out, and it almost went right to Zachary Keller. Ollie Howell has checked in at running back for the Warriors. Six foot 175. He's a hoss. He'll take the handoff right up the middle. Breaking tackles across the 40 and up to the 42-yard line. Yeah, well, he's a good size back. If they're going to spread us out and pound him up the middle, we're going to have to get tough on yep. our front four or five. Raiders still in that 4-2-5 defense. It's third down and short for West Point. Third down and three here from their own 42-yard line. Raiders in that 4-2-5. Twins either side for West Point. Here's the handoff in there to Howell. Got him. And we stack him up at the line of scrimmage. I don't think he got anything. I don't think he did either. And Landon Bagwell's down there on the bottom of the pile for the Raiders. And the first guy to make him stutter step and move, Callahan Lindsey shot through the line and made uh, Howell step a little bit. When he did, gave us time to grab a hold of him and get to him. Here we go. Fourth and about two from the 43. Fourth and two, as Daniel said, from the 43. Be watching Big 27, Ollie Howell. Six foot 175. He'd be my guy. If I was coaching Warriors trying to get this one. Play clock down to seven, and West Point wants to take a quick timeout. Think about it. We'll take one with them. Six nothing Raiders. We've got 610 left to go here in the opening quarter. Back in a moment on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, presented by K&K Logging. K&K Logging is proud to be the title sponsor of the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. In business for over 20 years, K&K Logging can handle all your forestry needs, from clear-cutting to thinning to select hardwood logs. K&K Logging pride themselves in landowner satisfaction. A Christian-owned company, K&K Logging is quality you can depend on. Kelly Crawford is a Vulcan District Director of the Alabama Loggers Council. K&K Logging, 256-255-3693. 256-255-3693. K&K Logging, proud supporter of Good Hope Athletics. Back on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. Fourth down and two for West Point. On their own 43-yard line. It's going to be Hensley on a keeper. Uh-uh. He's stacked up at the high. We're pushing him backwards. Bagwell's pushing him backwards. <laughs> Keller's pushing him backwards. He's going to lose the yard. The Raiders hold on fourth down. And once again, it's a family tradition. Yep. Landon Bagwell grabbed a hold of him, didn't let him go, held him up long enough for Callahan Lindsay and a couple of other Raiders to hit him. He didn't gain a yard. He might have gained two inches where that spot is and once again fourth down stop against West Point in the opening game we had six last year there's the first one for tonight so first and ten Raiders now inside Warrior territory at the Warrior 44 yard line twins to the right Hudson's the wing left Malin split way out far to the left here's Watley on the keeper again he picks up a couple of yards down to the 41 just a little that's that little replay once again Puts it in the belly of Jacob Haynes. Sees what the defense does, and then he'll take whatever they're going to give him that time. Rutherford comes out. Bagwell comes in for the Raiders. He'll line up as a tight end here on the left side. Raiders working right to left as you listen. Boy, good-looking chief head out there at midfield, too. Yeah, it looks real good. Malin split left. Cone split right. Split backs beside Watley. 
Watley again on a keeper and nowhere to go. He wanted to give it in there to Haynes, and boy, West Point with that. They yeah. had two people back there on Haynes in the backfield. <laughs> Watley had to pull it but had nowhere to go. Yeah, I mean, he made the correct read that time because they were trying about to tackle Jacob Haynes before he even got the ball, so Watley pulled it, but then he didn't have anywhere to go with it either. Tackled him just as soon as he could get it away from the stomach of Jacob Haynes. Trips left now for the Raiders. Cone, the lone receiver to the right. Haynes stands to the right of Watley in the shotgun. Watley looking left, looking left. Loads, fires across midfield. Malin was there. The pass a little bit low. Bounced off the turf incomplete. Yeah, he had Tucker Malin wide open. He had two receivers. One receiver, Rutherford, ran a go route. And Weston Hancock ran about a 15-yard out. And that left Tucker Malin to run the post route going across the middle. And he just didn't get it all the way to him. So it's going to be fourth and ten here from the 44. We're going for it. Raiders line up to go for it. Trips right. Malin, the lone receiver to the left. Watley. In shotgun. Now we're going to shift. Haynes is going to get back there in punt formation. Snap is good. Haynes gets it off. A good kick. Oh, what a good spiral. Make nice. it stop. Make it stop. No, it rolls ah. into the end zone. It hit about the seven. And, boy, it didn't check up, though. Good punt, though, from Jacob Haynes to flip the field and put the Warriors down to their 20. And great hustle down there by Rutherford that time. He ran full speed trying to catch it before it went to the end zone, even laid out and dove from about the five-yard line. That's a great hustle, though. He didn't catch up to it, but love to see that from your guys trying to help out your punter and help out your team, really. Mid-quarter heat timeout from the officials. We'll take one with them. 441 left to go here opening quarter Raiders lead it 6 nothing back in a moment on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network In today's world broadband internet is an absolute necessity Unfortunately the large cable and phone companies only provide broadband internet where it's profitable for them For the rest of us there's Cyber Broadband providing internet service since 2004 Cyber utilizes a small radio antenna to deliver broadband where cable and DSL don't go You can join the 21st century today with Cyber Broadband, supporting streaming, VPN access, and everything else you've been wanting to do with that slow internet connection. It's Cyber Broadband for the win. They can be found online at cyberbroadband.net or look them up on Facebook. Tommy Warhurst and my brother Daniel on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network presented by K&K Logging here on Coleman's Live 95. It is first and 10 West Point from their own 20-yard line after the Raider punt. They've got twins either side. Raiders still in that 4-2-5 defense. Here's Ollie again fighting forward up to about the 25-yard line. He's a good-looking running back, folks. Ollie Howell, six foot 175 and only a sophomore. For the West Point Warriors. Yeah, we'll probably be dealing with him for the next yeah. couple of years, too. He's only going to get bigger and stronger. And like you said, great-looking kid. He picked up about five that time. That's what they're that's what they're kind of go to since he come in. They're spreading us out all over the field and going to say, hey, we're going to run it up the middle. We think we can outdo your line with our line. Second down and five for West Point. Here's Howell again. Straight ahead running. Yeah. He's got an Eva Bank first down as he pushes it out across the 32-yard line. And that's exactly what they're doing. They're taking their front five, and they're saying our front five can push your front four, and then we can make a linebacker miss with Howell. So they're staying in that same same scheme, spreading us out, 
and running it up the middle. And now they're going to drop back and pass. Hensley wants to throw. We're coming after him. He's flushed out of the pocket. He's able to get it away. Complete to Marks. Marks, no, they say incomplete. I thought Marks made the catch and had the fumble after the big lick from the Raiders. Yep. But it is incomplete. Good stick on the outside out there by Zachary Keller. Yeah, he did what you're supposed to do. Read where the ball was going. Saw the receiver. Put his helmet on the football and jarred it loose. Makes it an incomplete pass. Going to be second and 10 from the 33. West Point will have trips to the left. One receiver to the right. Howell with a running back to the left of Hensley. Hensley out in the flat. Quick pass Boom. out there. We're right on it. <laughs> Two Raiders out there with the stick. Hudson's out there along with Bird on the stop. The pitch and catch was to Parker Marks, but the Raiders were there to stop it. Great job by Jameer Bird. He read it, I mean, instantly. Just a little, the receiver just stepped back and he met, read it instantly, went up, fought through a block and was able to put a hat on him. As soon as he caught it, they actually lost a yard on that play. And Hank Hudson come over there to finish him off, but that's great recognition by Jameer Bird out there. It'll be third down and 11. Tyler Bird, I'm sorry. <laughs> Third and 11 for the Warriors. Trips to the right. Hensley looking right. Fires out. Picked, off. picked off. Picked off by Hudson. 30, 20, 10. They're not going to catch him. Touchdown, Raiders. <laughs> I saw it coming the whole way. Hank Hudson took about five steps back. And when the receiver broke, the quarterback threw the football, and he put his foot in the ground. And he, quarterback hit him. Hensley hit Hudson right in the numbers as he was going the other way, and he just took it straight to the house. Great recognition, Hank Hudson. A pick six for the Raiders in Hank Hudson. And now, with the missed point after, we're going to go for two. Wadley's back in there. They're going to shift the football over to the left hash for the point after. Cone's going to be split to the right side. Rutherford in motion right. The snap goes on the ground. Wally just has to throw it up in the air. Malin makes a great catch. He gets across the goal line. The two-point attempt is good. Oh, my goodness. What a play. Colton Watley. <laughs> Colton Watley had two men draped all over him. He just turned and swung the ball out towards where Tucker Malin was. And Tucker Malin caught it and only had one guy on him, and he just outran him to the corner. That's a great play. I that mean, is. It's a two-point conversion, so you're not going to lose. If they run it all the way back, it's still just two points. But he knew he had his guy out there, and his guy would go get the football. Cole Wally, great play. The most dramatic Coleman appliance repair two-point play you'll ever <laughs> see right there. Back in a moment. Live 95.5. I think it's great, man. Coleman's Live 95. Beautiful. Boy, everybody's feeling good after that two-point play there from Watley to Malin. As Daniel said, Watley had two Warriors just draped over him, and he literally just slung the ball out in the vicinity of Tucker Malin. 
and boy, what an athletic catch, and then a turn and dive to get it across the goal line for the two-point play. So Raiders lead it 14-0, 2.58 left here in the third quarter. Oh, I'm sorry, first quarter. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like the third quarter. You ain't kidding. I think it really just feels longer than it is because it's the first game and the air is so thick you can't cut it with a knife. Short kick this time for Cooper. It bounces off of West Point. It's in the hands of the Raiders. We've got the ball again at the 37-yard line. Yeah. Who was the one that covered it? It's Tucker Keefe. Tucker Keefe with the recovery. The Raiders are back in business. And I don't think you can advance that once he got it. So they're going to bring it back to the 42-yard line. But I don't care if you can advance it or not. Short kick, and it hit him right in the gut. And when it did, it bounced right back into our Raiders running down. And it bounced over to Tucker Keefe, and he picked it up and took off running. But like I said, it's going to bring it back to the 45. But it's first and 10 Raiders. First and 10 for the Good Hope Raiders from the West Point Warrior 42-yard line. Twins either side. Haynes the running back to the left of Watley. Watley rolls left. Little short pass to the flat. Diving effort out there from Rutherford, but it's incomplete. Yeah, that time we had Rutherford running about a six or seven yard out on this side. Watley rolled this way. Couldn't get it to him in time. Looked like Rutherford may have slipped just a little bit on the outcut on this side. Had Tucker Keith going deep. Rutherford will come to the sideline and get a breather. Tyler Bird will check back in there. Bird, the 5'10", 150-pound sophomore. Twins either side for the Raiders. We've been four wide all night long for most of the night. Here's Cone again on the outside, makes the catch, and then bobbles it. Are they going to say catch and fumble or incomplete? Um, no signal. No signal no, whatsoever. No, no gain on the play. He was yeah, right back at the line of scrimmage, yeah. so no harm, no foul. Or no loss. So True. Going to be third and ten. Boy, it'd be nice to capitalize on the fumble and get some points here. After the pick six, we kicked off. It bounced right off of West Point, and we recovered. Two receivers right, one left for the Raiders. Watley rolling right under pressure. Throws it complete to Cone. Cone has it down to the 25-yard line and another Eva Bank first down. But what a man Colton Watley was standing in there. He had J.D. Cochran barreling down on him, and Watley was walloped back there but made the pass complete for the Eva Bank first down out there to Tyler Cone. Yeah, when Cochran was running at him, you can see it from up here. I was thinking, get rid of it, get rid yeah. of it. I didn't want to say it, but I was thinking, throw it, throw it, throw it. He does to Tyler Cone. And- Tyler Cone catches it, turns around, and runs over him a West Point Warrior, too. So our receivers are not just tall. They're physical. Twins either side. Motion. Comes from Hancock. He takes the pitch and gets down to the 24-yard line. About a two-yard carry there. Or actually, they'll call that a pass because Watley pitched yep. it forward just in case they bobble it. It's incomplete. First pitch and catch from Watley to Hancock tonight. They say no game, though. So it'll be still be second down and ten. Twins either side. Watley looking left. Rutherford's running downfield. Watley finds another receiver open. That's Parker Johnson. He makes the catch or check that. I'm sorry. That's Aiden Young. Aiden Young. I, I didn't see the one before the four there. Okay, so Aiden Young makes the catch up at the 13-yard line. Penalty flag in the backfield, though. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So that's going to be holding. 
against the Raiders. They'll back it up 10 yards from the line of scrimmage. I guess that's about where the flag was. Actually, it might be one yard behind, so it looks like it's going to be second and maybe 21. So it must have been, they call the holding penalties from where it happened. So Second and 21 for the Raiders. Twins either side. Rutherford and Malin left. Cone and Hancock right. Inside handoff to Haynes. Not much running room there in that big defensive line. Cochran's got him wrapped up. He gets help in there from Crawford. And they might give Jacob Haynes a yard. Maybe, yeah. Haven't seen Mason Drake tonight. Him and Haynes should be carrying most of the running chores on the season for the Raiders. It's been all Haynes so far tonight here in the first quarter. So third and 18. From the West Point 33-yard line. Trips right, one receiver left. Watley of the shotgun. Haynes to his right, four-man front from West Point. Watley downfield to the left. Malin's there, makes the catch. Touchdown, Touchdown Raiders. <laughs> he put that ball on the money. 34 yards from the line of scrimmage. He was probably back six or eight yards, so we'll call it 45 yards. He hit Tucker Malin in stride at the goal line. Touchdown, Raiders. How fun is this offense going to be with a guy like Watley who can drop it in a bucket, and you guys got Malin and Rutherford and Cone and Hancock out there that are all over six feet tall. They can yep. go get it and haul it in. Here's Braden Cooper for the point after. Black with the hold and are going to get West Point for offside. I would decline it because the kick's good. Uh, but they stopped the play. They're saying they stopped the play before it happened. And what did I say earlier when it was Colton Wiley, Tucker Mayland? I wonder how many times we'll say that yeah. this year. We've already <laughs> said it twice and it's still yep. the first quarter. Yeah. <laughs> So, Cooper's going to try it again. Aiden Black to hold. Cooper. The left-footed kicker. Snap is good. Nope. Black's going to throw. Incomplete. Yeah. Looked like a good snap. And then at the last second, Black said, nope, we're going to have to call fire. Tried to fire it in there to Rutherford. Pass was incomplete. No good. 12 seconds left to go here in the opening quarter. Raiders lead it 20 to nothing. And Daniel, I'm not a betting man. But if I were to bet that we had one person, one per well, I don't know now. I, I know of two that are listening for sure. Okay. But at least if we had to bet one, at, if at we least would put, one. go all in since he's a betting man. Oh, yeah, he's a betting man. Vegas, boom, I'm going all in. Rusty Wooten, sir, prayers for you for a speedy recovery and good health. We pray in the name of Jesus, who is our Lord and Savior and the master of all, that you are healed, sir. And uh, the doctors will confirm that next week. We're thinking about you. We're praying for you. We love you, brother. Glad to have you along on the broadcast. Oh, and uh, number 60 said, hey, I'm here too now. He did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Russ said, hey, I'm si- yeah. 60 in on the broadcast. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> uh... Here's Cooper. Going to be a short kick. He only backs up about two yards. He'll pooch this one high. Taken by West Point at the 30. They bobble this one again. And get to the 31. Oh, oh, Does oh. Crawford. He fumbles the football. But Warrior 
number 22, Caden, I'm sorry, that's uh, Noah Laney jumps back on it there for West Point. Boy, almost another disaster on a kickoff there for West Point. And the first man down for the Raiders, Cody Stevens, number 20, came in and put a lick on him and somebody grabbed a hold of that ball and slung it loose. That's twice. Last time Tucker Keith picked it up and they almost dropped that one too. I bet you I know what they'll be doing next week. Yeah. <laughs> Five seconds left in the opening quarter. Raiders lead it 20 to nothing. We told you in the opening it was going to be the Air Raid Raiders, and I felt like there were going to be a lot of points on the board tonight. We've got 20 so far here in the first quarter. Twins either side for West Point. Hensley in the backfield with Howell. It's going to be a long ride. Hensley's going to keep it. Gets across the 45 up, or excuse me, up across the 35 to the 37. He'll pick up about six yards, and that'll be the end of the first quarter. After one quarter of play, Raiders lead it 20 to nothing. Back in a moment on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, presented by K&K Logging. Live 95 is brought to you in part by Merchants Bank of Alabama, a division of South Point. Now with several locations across the state, but still located in the heart of Coleman County. They are a proud sponsor of Coleman Community Radio on Live 95. Merchants Bank of Alabama, a division of South Point Bank, member FDIC. When you make the right decision, it feels good, like picking the perfect place to have dinner or choosing a good night's sleep over binge-watching TV all night. It feels really good to make the right insurance decisions, too. That's why State Farm Agent Tisha Brewer is right here in Coleman County to help you select the right protection at the right price. Tisha will make sure you understand your State Farm coverages so you'll know what to expect if the unexpected happens. With State Farm Agent Tisha Brewer, it's easy to make the right choice. I'm Tisha at Tisha Brewer State Farm. We're located behind Cook's Pest Control at 909 Fisher Street. You can reach us at 256-734-4645. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Back at James Shabel Stadium on the campus of Good Hope High School, the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. Presented by K&K Logging and powered by Coleman's Live 95. Just underway, second quarter. Raiders lead it 20 to nothing. It's second down and nine for West Point now as they flip into the field. West Point's going to be operating from right to left as you listen. That took us 45 minutes to play 12 minutes of football. (laughs) Well, there were, there were no less than five illegal procedure penalties I know of. On them, then we had one and. And then when you run a passing offense too, the clock stops every time. True. a moment ago, I was talking about we knew there was one person listening. I know, uh-huh. I know there's at least I know there's more than that too, but I'm, yeah. I know two because he would be here. Yes, he just turned 92 last week, folks. George Scott is as much Good Hope as the name Good Hope is. He was a trustee here when they first talked about starting a school. He's the grandfather of head coach Alan Scott, whose dad played here. You talk about Good Hope being in the Scott family; they're all about Good Hope and. Uh, didn't he hire Dillashaw? Yep, I think you may be right. Yeah, he may, yeah. <laughs> I think they were talking about that the other day, hired, too. Hired Dillashaw or hired Coach Pugh yeah. years ago here. So, uh, George Scott, happy belated birthday to you, sir. We hope that you get well, and uh, we are glad to paint the picture of Raider football for you here on the radio. We miss you. We'll see you back at the next home game. Here's Hensley on second down and five. A keeper across the 42. He has an Eva Bank first down. Yeah, I think that was a more or less kind of a busted play because he bobbled the snap a couple of times. 
wasn't able to get it to Howell. So he just kind of kept it and ran where he knew the hole was going to be. Pretty smart play by Hensley that time after he gained control of the snap. First and 10 for West Point. They're on their own 42-yard line. Just underway, second quarter. Raiders lead it 20 to nothing. Twins either side. One receiver to the right of Hensley. Or running back, that is. That's Howell. Oh. He takes a handoff. He's cut down by Bagwell. And then finished off there by Lindsey. Right at the 43-yard line. Only a gain of one. Great job. Landon Bagwell read the play, knew where Howell was going to be. Ran him to the outside, made him cut back to the inside, which is where all your help's coming, and his help was Callahan Lindsey. You're not going to break a tackle from Bagwell and Hensley get a hold of you. I guarantee you that. Second down and nine for West Point from their own 43-yard line. Working right to left, twins either side. Howell still in there to the right of Hensley. Hensley's going to roll to his right. Oh, Holding caught in the backfield. Hensley's going to run up to about the 49. Wasn't much that Ollie Howell could do there. It was kind of a clothesline hold on Guillermo Alde, who was firing in there, trying to make a play. Yeah, he had a wide-open shot, fixing to hit the quarterback pretty good. And Howell, like you said, he had to hold him or let him hit your quarterback. So a good thing to do, just hold him, let him call the hold. But we were in the backfield real quick that time. Good-looking good-looking stunt, I guess it would be, since all day's playing on the defensive line. It must have stunted one way or the other. He was wide open. So it'll be second down and 20 for West Point. They back him up to their own 33-yard line. They'll send twins either side. Hensley in the shotgun with Howell to his right. Hensley to throw. Looking left. Has a receiver open in the flat. That is Monfort, and Monfort can't haul it in after all. I thought he made a good catch and tried to make the break and run, but he kept bobbling it the whole way. Pass goes incomplete. Yeah, he ran just about a little six-yard out route, and the ball was on him. Don't know if he tried to run before he hauled it all the way in, but he bobbled it a couple of times and just ended up hitting the turf. So it's going to be third and 20. Third down and 20. For the Warriors from their own 34-yard line. Raiders lead it 20 to nothing. 10-55 left to go here in the first half. Twins either side. 4-2 from the Raiders. Hensley's got protection. Nass starts to break down, and we're going to sack him in the backfield. Aiden Young was the one credited with the sack. He had help back there from Landon Bagwell and Callahan Lindsay as well. It's going to bring up fourth down now. Great job getting to the quarterback. It looked like Hensley was going to try to throw that one deep. He was kind of, you know, rearing back to let one loose. And then he took a step to the side, and that just gave us enough time to get back there to him and grab a hold of him. Fourth down at 18 for West Point. Cochran back in punt formation. Madeline back to receive. The snap rolls back to Cochran, and... We partially block it, and it is going to be downed inside West Point territory at the 49. Wow. That was a bad snap. Cochran had to bend down and pick it up, and when he did, we had five or six Raiders back there in the backfield, and he barely got it off, but like you said, we got a hand on it. Josh Reburn was the one who was back there, and I think he got part of his tomahawk on the ball. And made the punt go down right at midfield. Right at the 50-yard line for the Raiders now. Working left to right. 
Hancock and Keith split to the right side. We've got two receivers up to the top. That's Rutherford and Malin. The toss is to Rutherford. Trying to get outside. Can't do it. And he'll lose a couple of yards. Yeah, they tried to run just a, like a speed sweep that time and pitch it forward to Rutherford. And West Point just read that one quick. Come up and made a lick on him. Phil Yaw and Crawford, the two on the stop there for West Point. And we lost two on that one. Second and 12 for the Raiders. Watley from the shotgun. Haynes to his right. Cone split right. Trips up to the top to the left. Quick pass from Watley to Cone. Incomplete. Just a little bit short. Yeah, they had pressure that time on the outside. Uh, J.D. Cochran, nobody blocked him. And he was barreling down on Watley. And Watley knew he wasn't going to get it to him. He just wanted to get rid of it. That's a pretty smart play by the quarterback yep. that time. Because Tyler Cone was running a deep, about a 17-yard out route. And Watley just had to get rid of it. Third down and 12. Twins either side. From the Raider 48-yard line. Watley looking right, looking right. Finder releases it out here to Hancock. Hancock makes the catch at the 45 and is knocked down there by the Warriors. He's going to be short of a first down. Garrett Rubberson on the stop there for the Warriors. Got a flag down at the... 46 going to be holding against the Raiders so they're going to back that one up 10 more yards we'll get third down over again if it was me I would have declined it it's still third and 14 but they took the penalty so it's going to back it up to about the 38 and it'll be third and is that about 24 just makes for a longer highlight reel for that pitch and catch for the TD, you know? Exactly. <laughs> Let's see what the Raiders do. It is third down in 22. Okay, 22. We'll send trips to the left. Malin, Rutherford, and Hancock. Cone will be split right. Haynes is a running back to the left of Watley from the shotgun. Watley looking across the middle. Now he's under pressure. Fires it left. Ooh. Intended out there for Hancock. Incomplete. Good coverage out there from West Point to break it up. That'll bring up fourth down and long now for the Raiders. Yeah, that was a great play out there by is that five. Eli Sims went up with Hancock and was able to knock that ball ball away. If not, if uh, Weston catches that one, he's going to turn and run probably, probably for the first down, if not more. So it was a great play to knock that ball away. Jacob Haynes back in punt formation for the Raiders. He hit a beauty last time. He needs another one of those big, high spirals here. He should hit this one. Right around the Raider 28-yard line. Snap is good. Haynes gets it off. Knuckleball that hits at the West Point 41, and it'll roll down to the 35-yard line. 8.39 left to go here in the first half. Raiders lead it 20 to nothing. Coming up on the Zaxby's Halftime Show, we'll take you down to the field for the sounds of the Good Hope Raider marching band. And it looks like we're going to have another heat timeout here. Mid-quarter heat timeout. We'll take it with them. 8.39 left to go first half. Raiders lead it 20 to nothing on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. Guthrie's Auto Service has been providing quality automotive service since 1985. Located in Coleman on Eva Road just north of 157, Guthrie's Auto Service is a AAA-approved and NAPA Auto Care Center, meaning... 
Their repair work is warrantied up to three years or 36,000 miles. And because they're part of the Napa Auto Care Network, their work is also warranty at over 14,000 Napa Auto Care locations across the country. Terry Guthrie and his team are award-winning, collecting Napa's Auto Care Center of the Year for the Nashville Distribution Center and a People's Choice Award in 2020. More information is online at guthriesautoservice.net. For 30 years, Budget Blinds has been the leader for beautiful window coverings. No need to travel when Budget Blinds brings the store to your door. From blinds and draperies to shutters and shades, Budget Blinds has been transforming windows all over North Alabama. And we make it easy with your in-home consultation, custom measuring, and installation. Budget Blinds, 256-727-6550. 256-727-6550. Or budgetblinds.com slash call Welcome back to James Table Stadium here on the campus of Good Hope High School. The Good Hope Raiders Sports Network presented by K&K Logging and powered by Coleman Community Radio. Coleman's Live 95 Season 10 of Friday Night Live. It is second down and eight for West Point now from their own 38-yard line. Inside handoff, not much to it. <laughs> we stuff him right at the line of scrimmage. Three or four Raiders in there. <laughs> and Callahan Lindsay, the first one leading the charge on Roberson. And who did I say was talking smack to Lindsay earlier, number two Roberson? <laughs> yep. Who got met in the hole and stood up and drove back that time? It yep. was Roberson by Callahan <laughs> Lindsay, number two. I knew it would come back to bite him. <laughs> they give him one. It's third down and seven for West Point. Their own 39-yard line. Twins either side. Hensley to throw. We're coming after him. It's complete on the outside to Munford. He fumbles the football. The Raiders get it. Yes, we do. Oh, wait, wait. wait. They're going to say incomplete. No, they're not. Yeah, the the official on the far side is coming up saying incomplete, but the official on this side spotting the ball. So what's the call going to be? Yeah, they're going to have to get together because the official on this side couldn't see if he actually caught it because he was actually facing the other way when the ball hit him. He was running a slant pattern. So the official on the other side would have had a better view if he was bobbling it before he was hit. They're going to spot the football down. It's going to be Raider football. Nope. Oh, wait a minute. No. Did he just reverse his call? No, yeah. it's, it's going to be Raider ball. Well, he ain't said They're going to say he made the catch and fumbled it. Here's the point. Yeah, Raider football. All right. What a job by the Raider defense. That's going to be on the 51, too, isn't it? Depending on which way you're looking at it, yes. Yep, it's on the 51. <laughs> or for those of you who want to be technically correct, it is the West Point 49. <laughs> First and ten Raiders inside West Point territory at their 49. Twins either side. Low snap to Watley. Pass in the flat to Cone. He breaks one tackle. Breaks two. Cone to the 45. Spins and gets down go. to the 43-yard line. There we go. Step back pass to Tyler Cone over here. He caught it. Had to break a tackle right off the bat, but he was able to break a couple more and pick up about six yards. Cone limps off the field. Turned his ankle possibly on that play. He's replaced in there by Aiden Young. Young split right along with Hancock. Rutherford and Malin left. Wow. Haynes in the flat, nowhere to go. Crushed out there by the West Point Warriors. And Colton Wally, the snap was low on the ground. 
He knew his man Haynes was out there. He picked that one up with two hands and flipped it out there to him. Another third down for the Raiders here. It'll be third down at eight from the West Point. 48-yard line. Raiders lead it 20 to nothing with 6.25 left to go here in the first half. Twins either side for the Raiders. Watley rolling right. Under pressure. Throws it downfield. This one's picked off by West Point. Eli Sims has it going the other way. Has blockers and slips. Oh, he just slipped at the 45-yard line. Yep, Turf Monster got him and Turf Monster saved us from a touchdown because there was nobody else on that side of the field. So a turnover by the Raiders. Puts West Point in business here at their own 45-yard line with 6.07 left in the first half and stops what was looking like a good Raider drive. Yep, while he was under pressure that time, tried to get it downfield, and he just made a great play on the ball. Broke on the ball big, picked it off, took it the other way. So here's West Point now. Twins either side. Here's Howell running off the right side. Good looking run from Howell. He picks up eight into Raider territory at the 47-yard line. Just a little give off the right side. They've been running Howell, saying our line's better than your line, handing it to him, let the big back pick up some yards, and he's done pretty good when they've given it to him, spread it out, two receivers on each side, and just run it up the middle. Second down, and maybe two and a half for West Point. Receivers either side. Hensley in the shotgun with Howell to his right. Raiders in that 4-2-5. Here's Howell left side. Breaks one tackle and is tripped up on the outside out there by Aiden Black. And that's a Eva Bank first down for the West Point Warriors. Aiden Black come in and got a hand on him and Landon Bagwell scraping from his linebacker position was able to bring him down. So it's first and ten for the Warriors. Ball resting on the Raider 43-yard line. 5-19 left to go. First half, Raiders lead it 20 to nothing. We'll likely have a mid-quarter heat timeout after this play. Trips left, one receiver right for West Point. Now they send Marks in motion to the right. Hensley rolls that way, firing way down. Bill has a receiver wide open at the 15-10-5, untouched into the end zone is Maddox Chapman. Touchdown, Warriors. Yep, something happened on our coverage out there. We got confused. One man stayed short, and he was able to get behind our defense. And like you said, he was wide open when he caught that one. That was actually Noah Bryan. My apologies. Number is kind of hard to see for the Warriors when they're squeezed up there on the jerseys. So that was actually Noah Bryan with the touchdown reception there from Hensley for West Point. Kate Neves on to attempt the point after for the Warriors. No, now they switch him out. It's going to be Julio Fuentes. Fuentes' kick is up, and it is no good. 4.57 left to go. First half, Raiders lead it 20-6. to six. Back in a moment on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, presented by K&K Logging.
H&S Appliance Outlet is an overstocked scratch and dent dealer offering quality name brand appliances at major discounted prices up to 75% off. H&S Appliance Outlet also offers factory authorized repair services as well as financing options. To better serve the needs of North Alabama, H&S Appliance Outlets are conveniently located in Coleman, Hartzell, and Aram. A proud veteran and family-owned business who's happy to be of service and can be reached on Facebook at H&S Appliance Repair or by phone 256-735-4184 256-735-4184 H&S Appliance Outlet a proud supporter of Coleman Community Radio Welcome back to James Shable Stadium on the campus of Good Hope High School the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network Presented by K&K Logging and powered by Coleman Community Radio. Coleman's Live 95. I'm Tommy Warhurst alongside my brother Daniel. Glad you're with us tonight on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. Season 10 of Friday Night Live here on Coleman's Live 95. We've got four games for you tonight all around the county. We're on the big stick tonight, 95.5 FM. We've got Vinemont and Falkville. On alternate channel 2, we have Fairview and Columbia on alternate channel 3 and... Hansville and Brewer on alternate channel four. Here's the kick from Cochran. Taken by Malin at the 10. Malin back to the 15. Bounces outside 20. Dancing 25-30. Turns a corner 35. Malin up to the 40. And out of bounds right there. It'll put the Raiders in good field position. Great job that time. Tucker Malin caught it in the middle of the field. Got behind some of his blockers. Cut it to the outside, and once again, showing the physical part of himself because he said, okay, I'm not going to make it past you. I'm going to make you pay the price. He lowered his head and ran over and picked up about four yards after that, and it's going to be a mid-quarter heat timeout once again. Back in a moment on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. Our score, Good Hope 20, West Point 6. Back in a moment. There are many advantages when you bank locally with people you know. Eva Bank will get you started or restarted. Eva Bank offers many loan choices. We stay flexible and put your situation first. What matters to you? matters to us. We are specialty lenders with programs for home purchases, home construction, land purchases, manufactured homes with or without land, commercial real estate, and other consumer or business loans. Eva Bank is your one-stop lender. The process is fast and easy. You can apply in person, over the phone at 256-255-2000, or you can visit us online at www.evabank.com to get started today. Eva Bank, NMLS number 414640, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Coleman's Live 95. 95.5. Welcome back to the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, presented by K&K Logging, powered by Coleman Community Radio. Coleman's Live 95, WRJMLP Coleman. First down and 10 for the Raiders from their own 40-yard line. Motion to the right side out here from Johnson. Inside handoff to Haynes. Nowhere to go. Yeah, there was just not a hole right there for Jacob Haynes to run in. They gave it to him underneath. Tried to get the eyes of the linebackers with the motion coming this way and then run the play the opposite way underneath and nowhere to run for Jacob Haynes that time. It'll be second down and 10 for the Raiders. Twins either side. Parker Johnson split far to the left side. Out there with Rutherford. 
Watley looking that way across the middle and almost picked off. He threw it right into the hands of J.D. Cochran. I think he wanted to catch Johnson on yeah. a post, but the pass was about 10 yards short and went right through the hands of J.D. Cochran. Yeah, we had, like you said, we had twins to either side. The outside receivers both were running post patterns, and the inside guys running a little bow around the outside. He almost threw that one right to Cochran. Third down and 10 Raiders. Rutherford comes in motion from left to right. That'll put us with twins to the right side. Malin, the lone receiver to the left. Man-to-man coverage out there on Malin. Wiley looking for him out there. Throws it over to him. And a pass is almost picked off by Parker Marks. And it was caught. But it was caught by Tucker Malin. Wow, I yep. thought he broke the play up. What a great catch out there by Malin. Yeah, Marks was breaking on the ball, and I'm like you. It looked like he cut in front of yeah. him and was able to knock it down, but Tucker, Tucker grabbed it, and it's going to be fourth and about two from the 47. Jacob Haynes will shift back into punt formation for the Raiders as it's fourth and two from our 47-yard line. 3.30 left to go first half. Raiders lead it 20-6. to six. An explosive first quarter for the Raiders. No points here yet in quarter number two. Haynes, here's a good kick. Hits down at the 15-yard line. Picked up there by West Point. Oh, no, return back 20, 25, 30. Getting to the outside is Marks. And he runs out of bounds at the 34-yard line. And it's going to be a late hit out of bounds on the Raiders right in front of Coach Scott. And uh, didn't seem intentional, but he's, uh, he's letting Jacob Haynes and Hank Hudson know. They yeah. just they kind of need to have their heads up. He was about a yard or two out of bounds, and that'll give them 15 more yards on the return. That'll from push the, it up to about the 50-yard line. Yeah, that'll give them midfield from right there. The officials are discussing. The penalty didn't look like anything flagrant or out of the ordinary. It was a late hit out of bounds on the Raiders. Personal foul against the Raiders. Yeah, 15 yards from right there. So that'll that'll put the football near midfield for West Point. So all of a sudden, they score, they hold us, and now they're back in business here right at midfield. We've got 3-10 left to go in the first half. Raiders lead it 20-6. They'll put the football just inside Raider territory at the 49. First and 10, West Point. Raiders still in that 4-2 defense. Inside handoff to Roberson. He's got a hole. 40, 35, 30, cutting back 25, 20. Roberson still on his feet. 15, 10, 5. Into the end zone for the West Point touchdown. Sorry for the delay, but it looked like he might have been down at the 1. Yeah. The officials took their time, talked to each other, and made the call. It is a West Point Warrior touchdown, 49 yards for Garrett Roberson. Yeah, we had Callahan Lindsey and uh, Tyler Cone both caught up with him. And like you said, it looked like he went down up the one. But actually, in my head, I was thinking he's in because he went down on top of Tyler Cone. So he actually didn't hit the ground. He was on top of Tyler Cone when he scooted into the end zone. So great run by Roberson that time. And just like that, the Warriors are back in this one. They're going to go for two here. 
Down 20 to 12. They'll have twins either side. Ollie Howell, the running back, stands to the left of Hensley. It's going to be Howell. He'll walk in the end zone untouched for the two-point conversion. That's a Coleman Appliance point after for West Point. 2.56 left to go first half. Raiders only lead it by six now. 20 to 14. Back in a moment on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. Presented by K&K Logging. Coleman Electric Cooperative has been providing electricity and community support to help local people and businesses grow for the last 86 years. The co-op is adding to that legacy with its new Sprout Fiber Internet, giving its members access to blazing fast gigabit internet speeds with unmatched reliability and extraordinary customer service. Coleman Electric Cooperative and Sprout Fiber Internet. Powerful connections, brighter future. Welcome back to the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network presented by K&K Logging and powered by Coleman Community Radio. Coleman's Live 95, Season 10 of Friday Night Live. I'm Tommy Warhurst alongside my brother Daniel. For all of our games each week, you can go to live95coleman.com. If you're cruising through town, check out our digital billboard there on Highway 31 right across some digs and publics. We've got the full schedule of games right there each and every week. From Coleman Community Radios, we give you four high school football games each and every week. West Point set to kick off now. Looks like we may still be a man short. No, he got him out there. Okay, so it's like Coach Keith is screaming for somebody to get out there on special teams. Squib kick. Going to be followed on by Hudson at the 23-yard line. They just didn't want to kick that one to Malin. They just kind of squibbed it right down the middle. Yep. Hudson just covered it up, took a knee as he was grabbing a hold of it. So here are the Raiders now. We had a great first quarter, put 20 points on the board, but we've kind of sputtered. Had our wings clipped a little bit here in the second quarter in this air raid Raider offense. Twins either side. Watley from the shotgun. Raiders working left to right. Play action to Haynes. Watley's going to keep it and punches it up to about the 24. Yeah, I was just noticing that time, too. They only had three defensive linemen lined up. So they're saying, hey, we'll back our guys up. You ain't going to be throwing it on us. We'll have put more guys in coverage. And so that's when we kind of got to change things up a little bit, too. Keefe comes in for Cone. He'll be split to the right side along with Hancock. Rutherford and Malin to the top. Watley from the shotgun. Looking right, looking right. Watley's going to run it again. There you go. He gets out to the 30, picks up about five yards. It'll make it third down and short. Would be about third down and two now for the Raiders. Yeah, good job by Colton Watley. Back, drops back to pass. Everybody's covered up. Take what you can get. He made a couple of guys miss, picked up some big yards. Third and two now. We can come up with this as we go under two minutes before the half. Third down and two for the Raiders from their own 30-yard line. Working left to right, twins either side. Haynes trying to get outside, turns the corner, has a first down and more. Haynes to the 40 and up to the 41-yard line. Penalty flags will be on the play for a horse-collar tackle. Yep. But Jacob Haynes on the carry for the Eva Bank first down for the Raiders. Yeah, that's going to get him with the horse-collar. He grabbed him from behind. Nope, they're saying holding against the Raiders. The back judge. The back judge. The back judge, 40 yards down the field. 
throws a flag for holding for I just knew it was the horse collar tackle because yeah. that was in the vicinity where the flag was going. But boy, and, we and, missed that. And where's the holding penalty going to be from? Yeah, because the flag hit at midfield. Right. At the 50. Okay, so they marked it from it looked like the 39. They put it on the 29. So it's still going to be third and about one, two, three, maybe four yards. So not that bad, bad of a penalty. But, but yeah, we, why didn't they call the horse collar? It was still a horse collar tackle, whether yeah. there's holding or not. Huh. We had we had the first down, but now we get to do it again. Third down and four for the Raiders. Trips left, one receiver right. Watley in trouble. Ooh. He's going to be sacked. Yeah. Dawson Smith in the backfield with the sack for West Point. And now West Point's going to take a timeout because it's going to be fourth and about eight. With a minute 24, they're going to take a timeout. Yep, timeout on the field. We'll take it with them. 124 left to go first half. Raiders lead it 20 to 14. Back in a moment on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. In the game of mortgages, experience matters. Meet Josh Phillips, a veteran with over 13 years in the mortgage industry. As the leader in the local mortgage community, Josh is more than just a lender. He's a partner who believes in making an impact. At Impact Mortgage Group, they're not just making mortgages. They're making a positive impact on borrowers and our community. You can experience the difference, too, with Josh Phillips at Impact Mortgage Group. I'm Josh Phillips of Impact Mortgage Group. You can reach me at 256-338-2920, and I'll show you how my experience can help impact your next home purchase. In MLS number 338-177. Welcome back to James Shable Stadium, campus of Good Hope High School. Tommy Warhurst alongside my brother Daniel. Friday Night Live here on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, presented by K&K Logging. It is fourth down and eight for Good Hope. Back at her own 23-yard line. Haynes in punt formation. Gets away another beauty. End over end over the head of Maddox Chapman. This one's going to roll all the way down to the West Point 30-yard line. Good kick back there from Jacob Haynes. Yeah, he got it. I don't know why uh, Chapman came up so much and let it go over his head like that. I mean, he could have stayed back and ran up to catch it. But either way, we'll take it. Puts them all the way back to the 30 with a minute 13 left in the half. Got to figure they're going to air it out right here, though. Yeah. A minute 13 left to go in the first half. Coming up on the Zaxby's Halftime Show, we'll take you down to the field for the sounds of your Good Hope High School Raider marching band. And we'll check scores from around the county. Opening night, high school football in Alabama. What a great night it's been. Here's Hensley. He's going to keep it. And nowhere to go. He's knocked down by Callahan Lindsley right about the line of scrimmage. Yeah, pick up one yard maybe, but... You think they're not going to take any chances on throwing another pick six? I don't know. Hudson has one. Hensley. Yeah, they all ran before the snap that time. That'll be illegal procedure on them. They'll back them up five more. Receivers were taken off that time. They were going to air it out. Yeah. They just didn't want to leave too much time on the clock for us yeah. if they had some incomplete passes. So now it's going to be second and 15. 49 seconds left. Special thanks to Cyber Broadband, who provides our Internet signal for the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. Cyber takes you places where cable and DSL don't go, like football stadiums. You can learn more on our Facebook page, or you can call Cyber at 734 1077. 
They let us bring you the games in crystal clear digital quality. Here's Hensley. Downfield, across the middle, incomplete. Good coverage out there by Malin. He was trying to hit his junior receiver, Noah Bryan, across the middle. Good coverage out there from Tucker Malin. Yeah, he was running a, like a deep post pattern, and Malin was in his hip pocket when he let the ball loose. Malin undercut him, so he was either going to knock it down or intercept it, but no way it was getting through to um, Noah Bryan that time. Great coverage. Third down. And 14 now for West Point. 39 seconds left to play. Raiders lead it by 6, 2014. Here's Howell on the right side. Turns a corner and picks up about four or five yards. He'll be short of the first down. Lindsay out there on the stop along with Cone. And we're going to take a timeout now and make them punt it. <laughs> yep. 31 seconds left to go. First half back in a moment on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. We've spent a lot of time on this. The investigation is finally over. We uncovered several leads, and we have finally found it. We have found what every small business in Coleman has been looking for. Fiber optic quality internet is here. Utilizing cutting-edge radio technology, Cyber Broadband is now able to offer fiber optic quality internet in the immediate downtown Coleman area and most Coleman industrial parks. More information is available by calling Cyber Broadband, 256-734-1077, 256-734-1077, or on the web at cyberbroadband.net. Well, it's more like a Friday night special tonight on Friday Night Live here on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, presented by K&K Logging, Tommy Warhurst, alongside my brother Daniel. Glad you're with us tonight. We're on the big stick tonight at 95.5 FM. Next week, the Raiders will be on alternate channel number two on the Coleman's Live 95.5 Zap and on the stream. More about that coming up at halftime here. We're in our 10th season of Friday Night Live here on Coleman's Live 95. Fourth down for West Point. Fourth down at eight. We're going to make Cochran punt it. Oh, high snap, but he hauls it in. <laughs> Malin's back there waiting on it. He tries to kick it away from him. Malin is going to pick it up at the 31 and is only able to get up to about the 39-yard line before Skyler Filial knocks him out of bounds. That was a good play by... Cochran that time for West Point. That yeah. snap was high, and I just knew it was going over his head, but he was able to get up high. Great athlete that kid is. Bring it down. Go ahead and make the punt. And that gave his coverage team plenty of time to get down the field as the punt took so long for him to kick. So, 21 seconds left to go here first half. It'll be first and 10 Raiders from our own 39. We're not in victory formation. No. Twins either side. Watley from the shotgun with Haynes to his right. Wally looking right side. Short pass to Hancock and gets out of bounds. Gains about eight yards on the pitch and catch from Watley to the senior Weston Hancock. Fifteen seconds. Here we are on second down and two. Watley rolling left. Looking deep, looking deep. Rutherford's open, but Watley can't get out of the grasp. Inside from Phil Yaw. He's going to be sacked at the 47-yard line. And we take another timeout. Looks like the Raiders want to try to get some points here. We led 20 
to nothing. Uh-huh. Then West Point came back and scored, made it 20 to 6, and they came right down and scored again, and now we got a ball game. Raiders lead it 20-14. We got eight seconds in the ball on 49 yard line. Raiders are on the road next week. Another county game against the Eagles from Vinemont before we host the 4A state runner-up Cherokee County Warriors here on September the 8th. Boy, the region we're in is kind of like the SEC West. You have Cherokee County. You have Adiana, you got Good Hope, you got Edwall, you got Edwall, man. <laughs> yeah. Perennial powerhouses all across the board. In fact, two of the teams from our region played in the semifinals. Yep, last to get to the state championship, Adiana and Cherokee County. Exactly so. right. Eight seconds here on the forty-nine. We maybe got time to get ten or twelve yards and fall down and call a timeout to have a chance to throw one to the end zone, but I don't know. Have to be quick. Trips to the right. Malin, the lone receiver to the left. They're going to double him up over there. Got one on him short and one deep. Watley looking right now. Looking right. Fires in the flat for Rutherford. Rutherford makes the catch and he's immediately tackled out there. And I don't know. They're going to call it. They're going to call it the half. I didn't know if Coach got a timeout before the clock hit zero, but he did not. So we'll take it to the locker room. Into the first half. Good Hope leads it 20-14. to 14. Back in a moment for the Zaxby's Halftime Show here on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, presented by K&K Logging. Are you ready to make your next move in Coleman? Hi, I'm Tommy. And I'm Angela. We're not just realtors. We're a family dedicated to helping yours. We're not just about buying or selling property. We're about building connections within our community. From local schools to charity events, we're active because we care about Coleman. When you use us, you're not just getting one realtor. You're getting a team working around the clock for you. With our experience and expertise, we'll guide you through every step of the process. We're the Warhurst Team Realtor at Hagamore Realty Group. We make it happen, you make it home. Coleman Appliance Repair is your locally owned and operated appliance and repair company. Servicing most models and brands, they can be found on Facebook or Google for in-home appliance repair needs. Proudly supporting Coleman area athletics and collegiate football, when that appliance frustrates you and you're in need of a repairman, Robert Brantley is ready to help. You can call him at 256-507-3415 or find him on Facebook, Google, or online at ColemanAppliancerepair.com. Hey, Coleman drivers. Are you tired of the hassle and confusion when it comes to buying a car? Well, we've got fantastic. Fantastic news for you. Meet Adam Aker at Mitch Smith Chevrolet in Coleman, your go-to guy for a no-nonsense car buying experience. Hey folks, Adam here. You know, buying a car shouldn't be stressful. That's why at Mitch Smith Chevrolet, we pride ourselves on transparency, trust, and there's never any BS at MS. That's right. Adam Aker and the Mitch Smith Chevrolet team are changing the game. I live and breathe Coleman, just like you. So when you step into our showroom, you're not just another customer, you're family. Together, we'll find the perfect vehicle to fit your needs and budget. Remember, Adam Aker, Mitch Smith Chevrolet, what's not to love? If you mention you heard Adam Aker on the radio, he'll get you $250 off your next auto purchase. Adam Aker at Mitch Smith Chevrolet. 
One of the most important things on your home is sometimes the most overlooked, your gutters. For gutter cleaning, repair, or new gutters, the name to know is Denton's Seamless Gutters. Locally owned and operated, licensed and insured. Denton's offers free estimates and a 10% discount to active and retired service members and any active emergency responders. For gutters, it's Denton's Seamless Gutters, 706 706- 207-7969 or search Denton's Seamless Gutters on Facebook. Founded in 1887, Coleman Savings Bank serves the people of Coleman with a full line of banking services. One of those services is their legacy checking account, available to those 50 plus, military, teachers, policemen, and firefighters. It features no monthly service charge, interest earned on any balance, free paper or e-statements, and two free boxes of checks per year along with other features. You can stop by any one of four convenient locations and ask them about the legacy checking account or visit www.colemansavingsbank.com for more information. Coleman Savings Bank, equal housing lender, member FDIC. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student-athletes in your community? Obviously, yes! Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Alabama. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Hey, Sheriff Matt Gentry here. Hey, on behalf of the Coleman County Sheriff's Office, and we look forward to seeing everybody at the ball field, we pray God's blessings on each and every one of y'all. Hey, when you're coming to and from the ball field, stay safe. Don't be distracted in driving. Make sure if you go somewhere afterwards, don't drink and drive, but have a great season and take care. God bless. Welcome back to the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, presented by K&K Logging and powered by Coleman Community Radio. Coleman's Live 95. This is the Zaxby's Halftime Show. Absolutely craveable, daringly zesty, and made to order chicken fingers, wings, and more. This is going to be good. Order ahead at Zaxby's.com or use the app Zaxby's with two locations, Cherokee Avenue and Highway 157. Raiders lead West Point 20-14, to 14, and I am joined in the booth by Emma Bailey and Charlie Johnson off the Good Hope Raiders High School volleyball team. Ladies, thanks for coming by. Thank you for having us. You had a 2-1 to win over Curry the other day. You started the season 2-0. and Emma, talk about the season so far. Uh, well, like you said, we just started yesterday, and we had a tough first few games, of the, first two games of the season. Uh, I think we played well, and I think, I hope it only goes up from here. Charlie, talk about the season so far from your perspective. We've had two really good, tough matches, and we've came out with a win. Um, we just need to keep it up, keep going, and finish talk, out strong. Talk about all the preparation. A lot of folks think maybe sports are just in the season they're in, but you all are practicing all summer long. Talk a little bit about that, Emma. <laughs> about uh, About practicing all summer long? Oh, how, yeah. how it's more than just showing up in the fall and going. Right. It's a, it's definitely a year-round thing. Even if it's not summertime, even in the spring, we need to be – a lot of us play travel ball. A lot of us have to keep putting those reps in. we got to stay in the weight room. There's a lot more that goes into it than just summer ball and play dates and workouts like that. Like we have to play as a team all year round. Charlie, talk about the, the area in basketball this year. Who are the teams that we need to be watching for? Besides us, of course. 
Deschler is a big one. Yep. Always. That's always a good one to look out for. Um, Prosville is also a good one. We can. We just need to play to our strengths, and I think we'll do fine. Talk about what you got coming up this week. Who, who do we have coming up this week in volleyball? We have. Uh, I, w- I want to say. We have Holly Pond on Monday, I know. I'm not sure who the other team is. Tuesday is West Point and Fairview. And Thursday, I want to say it's Vimont and somebody else. But So we have a lot of county matches coming up. So big games this week. I started to say, is, is it fair to say that you guys and Holly Pond are probably the two favorites in the county? I would say so, yes. Well, talk about the new addition to the coaching staff. You've had Coach Holder for years, and now all of a sudden Coach Holder has a little Coach Holder. Aria, <laughs> we love her. Yeah, she always comes in. Coach Keith brings her in from practice, from school. And we always, you know, when we run by her at practice, we always kind of talk to her. You know, we all really love her, having her around. Yep. Talk about what it's like, Charlie, to play for Coach Holder. She's a very good coach. She's always wanting us to do our best. And it's we've had her for so long as a coach, since middle school for me. So it's just very good. Yeah. Well, ladies, thank you for coming by. Uh, congratulations on being 2-0, and and uh, best of luck throughout the season. Emma Bailey and Charlie Johnson, two of the gals off the Good Hope Raiders volleyball team, joining us at halftime here. It is halftime. Raiders lead 20-14. to This is the Zaxby's Halftime Show. Absolutely craveable, daringly zesty, made-to-order chicken fingers, wings, and more. This is going to be good. You can order ahead at Zaxby's.com or use the app Zaxby's with two locations, Cherokee Avenue and Highway 157. Back in a moment on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, presented by K&K Logging. K&K Logging is proud to be the title sponsor of the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. In business for over 20 years, K&K Logging can handle all your forestry needs. From clear cutting to thinning to select hardwood logs, K&K Logging pride themselves in landowner satisfaction. A Christian-owned company, K&K Logging is quality you can depend on. Kelly Crawford is a Vulcan District Director of the Alabama Loggers Council. K&K Logging, 256-255-3693. 256 256- Two five five three six nine three. K and K logging. Proud supporter of Good Hope Athletics. In today's world, broadband internet is an absolute necessity. Unfortunately, the large cable and phone companies only provide broadband internet where it's profitable for them. For the rest of us, there's Cyber Broadband. Providing internet service since 2004, Cyber utilizes a small radio antenna to deliver broadband where cable and DSL don't go. You can join the 21st century today with Cyber Broadband. Supporting streaming, VPN access, and everything else you've been wanting to do with that slow internet connection. It's Cyber Broadband for the win. They can be found online at cyberbroadband.net or look them up on Facebook. Live 95 is brought to you in part by Merchants Bank of Alabama, a division of South Point, now with several locations across the state, but still located in the heart of Coleman County. They are a proud sponsor of Coleman Community Radio on Live 95. Merchants Bank of Alabama, a division of South Point Bank, member FDIC. When you make the right decision... 
It feels good, like picking the perfect place to have dinner or choosing a good night's sleep over binge-watching TV all night. It feels really good to make the right insurance decisions, too. That's why State Farm Agent Tisha Brewer is right here in Coleman County to help you select the right protection at the right price. Tisha will make sure you understand your State Farm coverages so you'll know what to expect if the unexpected happens. With State Farm Agent Tisha Brewer, it's easy to make the right I'm Tisha at Tisha Brewer State Farm. We're located behind Cook's Pest Control at 909 Fisher Street. You can reach us at 256-734-4645. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Welcome back. To James Shable Stadium here on the campus of Good Hope High School, the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, presented by K&K Logging and powered by Coleman Community Radio. Coleman's Live 95. This is the Zaxby's Halftime Show. Absolutely craveable, daringly zesty, made to order, chicken fingers, wings, and more. This is going to be good. Order ahead at Zaxby's.com or use the app Zaxby's with two locations, Cherokee Avenue and Highway 157. Raiders lead it 20 to 14, and now we take you down to the field for the sounds of your Good Hope Raider high school marching band.
sounds of the Good Hope Raider marching band under the field direction of drum majors Sam Cregan and Caleb Stanson. This year's halftime performance is entitled Postcards from Spain. This is the Zaxby's halftime show. Absolutely craveable, daringly zesty, made to order chicken fingers, wings, and more. This is going to be good. You can order ahead at Zaxby's.com or use the app Zaxby's with two locations, Cherokee Avenue and Highway 157. We'll welcome Daniel back in the broadcast booth, take a look at the first half, and a look ahead to the second half when Good Hope Raider football continues here on the Good Hope Raider Sports Network, presented by K&K Logging. Guthrie's Auto Service has been providing quality automotive service since 1985. Located in Coleman on Eva Road, just north of 157, Guthrie's Auto Service is a AAA-approved and Napa Auto Care Center, meaning... Their repair work is warrantied up to three years or 36,000 miles. And because they're part of the Napa Auto Care Network, their work is also warranty at over 14,000 Napa Auto Care locations across the country. Terry Guthrie and his team are award-winning, collecting Napa's Auto Care Center of the Year for the Nashville Distribution Center and a People's Choice Award in 2020. More information is online at guthriesautoservice.net. Rock and roll is as much a part of American history as George Washington himself. And Rock and Roll Sushi is proud to be the original American-style sushi restaurant founded on great food and rock and roll music, boasting flavors that are big, bold, and loud. Rock and Roll Sushi is the only place to experience the rock you love and the rolls you love with the ones you love. Rock and Roll Sushi, Market Plaza Center in Coleman. For 30 years, Budget Blinds has been the leader for beautiful window coverings. No need to travel when Budget Blinds brings the store to your door. From blinds and draperies to shutters and shades, Budget Blinds has been transforming windows all over North Alabama. And we make it easy with your in-home consultation, custom measuring, and installation. Budget Blinds, 256-727-6550. 256-727-6550. Or budgetblinds.com slash call there are many advantages when you bank locally with people you know. Eva Bank will get you started or restarted. Eva Bank offers many loan choices. We stay flexible and put your situation first. What matters to you matters to us. We are specialty lenders with programs for home purchases, home construction, land purchases, manufactured homes with or without land, commercial real estate, and other consumer or business loans. Eva Bank is your one-stop lender. The process is fast and easy. You can apply in person, over the phone at 256-255-2000, or you can visit us online at www.evabank.com to get started today. Eva Bank, NMLS number 414640, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Anytime you're ready. Live, 95, 95, 95. 
Coleman's Independent Radio. Let me check it out. Welcome back to the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, presented by K&K Logging and powered by Coleman Community Radio. Coleman's Live 95. I'm Tommy Warhurst alongside my brother Daniel. Glad you're with us tonight for Friday Night Live here on Coleman's Live 95. This is our 10th season of doing high school football in and around Coleman County. We decided this season... We're going back to our roots. We're going back to the way we started 10 years ago. We would pick a game from around the county as the game of the week, and that game would be the Friday Night Live regional game on the big stick on the FN. So what that's going to mean is where in years past you've always listened to Good Hope here on 95.5 or on the app. Next week you'll have to listen to the Raiders on the app on channel number 2 which gives you the ability to listen no matter where you are because next week we'll have Coleman and Jasper on the FM signal here at 95.5 FM. That's coming up next week right here on uh, Coleman's Live 95. Daniel and I will be over there at Jasper next week doing the Bearcats and the Vikings next week. Dylan Beamert and his crew will step in here on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network and bring you all the action next week from Fine Month. That's kind of what's going to be happening this year at Coleman's Live 95 as we celebrate 10 years of high school football. We're going to showcase the games of the week on our FM signal. The other games will be on the app. If you're listening on the FM and you do not have our app, the easy way to do that is either to log on to live95coleman.com. There's a link there for the Android app or for the Apple app, or you can go to your favorite app store and download the app there. It's Coleman's Live 95.5. There's four channels there on the app. When football's not playing, channel one is the on-air channel. That's what's on 95.5 FM. Channel 2 is our all-80s channel. We call that the boombox. It is all the hits from the 80s that we love. Channel 3 is Daniel's favorite channel. That is The Edge. It is all the alternative hits from the 90s and 2000s. Train, Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Matchbox 20. Man, you could name a dozen more. Sound Garden, (laughs) Blind Melon, all of them. Yeah. And then Channel channel 4 is the Golden Oldies, the hits of the 50s and the 60s right there, all in one place at Live95Coleman.com or on the Coleman's Live95.5s app. Well, Daniel, when we played them last year, it was a 6 to nothing overtime win. We had at least five or six fourth down stops. We've had a few fourth down stops tonight and a lot more offense than we had last year. And most of our offense came in the first quarter. Colton Wiley hit Tucker Malin from about 14 or 15 yards out for the first touchdown. The extra point was no good. We had a fourth down stop against the Warriors by Landon Bagwell with a sack on the quarterback. Then Hank Hudson intercepted a pass at about the 40-yard line, took it all the way back in for the score. And Colton Wiley again hit Tucker Malin for the two-point conversion, making it 14 to nothing. And then on the ensuing kickoff, we recovered that fumble. Tucker Keith picked that one up. And then once again, Colton Wiley hit Tucker Malin for a 34-yard touchdown pass. And once again, the extra point was no good, which made it 20 to nothing. And then the Warriors steam back, got a long pass down the sideline to Noah Bryan. He took it about 50 or so yards. It was a long pass. And then they held us, got the ball back, and Roberson took one 49 yards for their next score, which made it 20 to 14. And here we got a ball game for this second half. 
20 to 14 as we get set to go into quarter number three here from James W. Shable Stadium on the campus of Good Hope High School. The second half is next when we come back here on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. This has been the Zaxby's Halftime Show. Absolutely craveable, daringly zesty, made to order chicken fingers, wings, and more. This is going to be good. You can order ahead at Zaxby's.com or use the app Zaxby's with two locations, Cherokee Avenue and Highway 157. Back in a moment on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. Coleman Electric Cooperative has been providing electricity and community support to help local people and businesses grow for the last 86 years. The co-op is adding to that legacy with its new Sprout Fiber Internet, giving its members access to blazing fast gigabit internet speeds with unmatched reliability and extraordinary customer service. Coleman Electric Cooperative and Sprout Fiber Internet. Powerful connections, brighter future. In the game of mortgages, experience matters. Meet Josh Phillips, a veteran with over 13 years in the mortgage industry. As a leader in the local mortgage community, Josh is more than just a lender. He's a partner who believes in making an impact. At Impact Mortgage Group, they're not just making mortgages. They're making a positive impact on borrowers and our community. You can experience the difference, too, with Josh Phillips at Impact Mortgage Group. I'm Josh Phillips of Impact Mortgage Group. You can reach me at 256-338-2920, and I'll show you how my experience can help impact your next home purchase. In MLS number 338177. K&K Logging is proud to be the title sponsor of the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. In business for over 20 years, k K&K Logging can handle all your forestry needs. From clear cutting to thinning to select hardwood logs, K&K Logging pride themselves in landowner satisfaction. A Christian-owned company, K&K Logging is quality you can depend on. Kelly Crawford is a Vulcan District Director of the Alabama Loggers Council. K&K Logging, 256-255-3693. 256-255-3693. K&K Logging, proud supporter of Good Hope Athletics. Back on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, presented by K&K Logging and powered by Coleman Community Radio. Coleman's Live 95, Tommy Warhurst, alongside my brother Daniel from James W. Shable Stadium on the campus of Good Hope High School. Season 10 of Friday Night Live, Raiders lead the Warriors 20-14, to third quarter's underway. Kickoff goes to Cone. Cone back to the 33, up to the 34-yard line. That's where the Raiders will put it in play. Tackle made that time by Titan Thornton. Lost his helmet, so whether he starts on defense or not, he'll have to go out for at least one play. But I'll take the 34-yard line as a starting point anytime. We've got to get our offense going again. We scored 20 points in the first quarter, like I said earlier, and we didn't do anything second quarter, so we need to start moving right here. First and 10 Raiders from our own 34-yard line. Trips left, one receiver right. Haynes to the left of Watley. Raiders working left to right. Quick pass out on the flat to Cone. Breaks one tackle and dives across the 45. Well, they say he stepped out of bounds at the 43. Raiders want to go fast. They're already back at the line of scrimmage, getting the play in to Watley and Cone. And if the West Point defensive backs are going to play 9, 10 yards off the ball, we'll do that little quick pitch and catch all day long. Pass out of the flat intended for Keith. It's bounced to him incomplete. Yep. Going to run the same thing on the other side. Keith stepped back and was going to have Rutherford get out in front of him and block, and he had it there. Ball just skipped a little bit going to him. 
Rutherford and Keefe split left. Hancock and Cone split to the right side. Haynes, the running back to the left of Watley. It's going to be Haynes, right side. He gets a hole across midfield, and Haynes is down to the 46-yard line. He's got an Eva Bank first down for the Raiders. Great job that time. Great read. Colton Watley put it in Haynes' belly. Reads what the end's going to do. The end crashed down, so he gave it to Jacob, and he was able to outrun a couple of guys and pick up some big yards. And here we are right back at the line of scrimmage going fast. First and 10, good hope now for the West Point 46-yard line. Hancock in motion from right to left. Whoa, wait a minute. And they call a far st- false start. Wait a minute, how can you call a false start when nobody, the ball wasn't snapped? Two people can move at the same time as long as they get set before the ball snapped yep. and the ball was never snapped. It'd be so like a shift. Exactly. I don't see how you can do that. The ball was never snapped. That's not the correct call. They penalize us five, first and 15. Hancock goes in motion right to left. Now we have trips left, one receiver right. Watley looking right. It's Cone again. Same pass in the flat. Cone can't get out of the grasp of Garrett Robertson, and he's tackled right there at the 46-yard line. He gets back to the original line of scrimmage. It'll be second down and 10 Raiders, and we're back at the line of scrimmage ready to go. Well, second and 10. Twins either side. Watley on a keeper. Good read as Haynes was covered up as he put it in his belly. And Watley gets down to the West Point 40-yard line. That was. Whoever whoever West Point's defense, whoever had pitch man, he took pitch man that time because he was all over Jacob Haynes. Third down and four for the Raiders. Twins either side. Keefe and Rutherford to the top. Hancock and Cone to the bottom. Watley looking left. They're all covered up. Comes back to the right side. Cone's open downfield. Throws the ball down there. Incomplete. Good coverage on the outside by Monfort. And West Point. Cone went up high but couldn't bring it in. Yeah, Monfort made a good play that time. Cone's got about three or four inches on him. And he couldn't get as high as Tyler did. But what he did was he waited and jumped when Tyler was trying to come down with the ball. Went up through his hands, which is, I mean, that's exactly what they teach you to do as a defensive back. Fourth down and four for the Raiders. And we snapped it. They had 12 men on the field. Watley going downfield for Cone. Cone makes a catch at the 15 to the 10. Cone is down to the seven-yard line. It's an Eva Bank first down for the Raiders. Yeah, that was more or less like a free play because they were trying to run a man off the field. And we snapped the ball. He was at the numbers on the far side. So there's going to be a legal participation against West Point. We're going to decline that penalty, and it's going to be first and goal from the five-yard line. Great play, great recognition by Colton Watley that time. So it'll be first down and goal for the Raiders on the pitch and catch from Watley to Cone. No Tucker Malin so far in the second half. He's on the sideline with a towel on his head and his shirt tail untucked. So we hope Tucker's okay. Here's first and goal for the Raiders. Watley from the shotgun. Straight ahead himself. Watley to the goal line. He's in. Touchdown. Oh, wait, wait nope. a minute. Oh, my goodness. They're going to say he stopped at the three-inch line. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really. Get under center, snap it, and follow right behind him. Yep. Right under center. Oh. And Watley is hammered that time. He tried to go high. 
And Cochran came flying in there and hit him in the air and knocked him back. Thankfully, yeah. I think they'll still give us a, the three-inch line where we were. And we have a cramp from a West Point player. Officials time out here with 9.28 left to go. Third quarter. Raiders lead it by 6, 20 to 14. Back in a moment on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. In today's world, broadband internet is an absolute necessity. Unfortunately, the large cable and phone companies only provide broadband internet where it's profitable for them. For the rest of us, there's Cyber Broadband. Providing internet service since 2004, Cyber utilizes a small radio antenna to deliver broadband where cable and DSL don't go. You can join the 21st century today with Cyber Broadband. Supporting streaming, VPN access, and everything else you've been wanting to do with that slow internet connection. It's Cyber Broadband for the win. They can be found online at cyberbroadband.net or look them up on Facebook. Welcome back to the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network presented by K&K Logging and powered by Coleman Community Radio. Coleman's Live 95. I'm Tommy Warhurst alongside my brother Daniel. Glad you're with us tonight on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network Season 10 of Friday Night Live here on Coleman's Live 95. We've got West Point in the house tonight at Good Hope and the Raiders lead them by 6, 20 to 14. It was all Raiders. For the first quarter, they got out to a 20 to nothing lead. West Point came back and scored first and then scored again, went for two, and here we are, 20 to 14 here with 928 left to go in the third. And we took the opening kickoff of the second half and we've driven the ball all the way down here to the two inch line. And their linebacker that we talked about all night, JD Cochran made a great play on what we were trying to do was just a quarterback sneak. And it looks like it moved the ball back maybe to the one where it was touching the goal line when they placed it down earlier. So it's going to be third and goal from about the the one, maybe the half one-yard line. Special thanks to Cyber Broadband, who provides our Internet signal for the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. Cyber takes you places where cable and DSL don't go, like football stadiums. You can learn more about Cyber Broadband on their Facebook page, or you can call them at 734-1077. And it looks like Tyler Cohn stepped into the quarterback spot right now on the goal line here. Goal line offense for the Raiders. Here's Cohn on a keeper. Yeah, he's He in does there. get in. Touchdown, Raiders. Yep, just let him go off right side by himself. And now somebody is hollering for the medics to come over. And maybe Tyler's just got a cramp. But Cohen is laying at the goal line. Maybe it's just a cramp. Yep, that's what we'll hope for the junior who just scored the touchdown for the Raiders. As Bo Shiree goes to take on Tyler Cohen, we'll step aside. Back in a moment on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, presented by K&K Logging. Live 95 is brought to you in part by Merchants Bank of Alabama, a division of Southpoint. Now with several locations across the state, but still located in the heart of Coleman County. They are a proud sponsor of Coleman Community Radio on Live 95. Merchants Bank of Alabama, a division of South Point Bank, member FDIC. When you make the right decision... 
It feels good, like picking the perfect place to have dinner or choosing a good night's sleep over binge-watching TV all night. It feels really good to make the right insurance decisions, too. That's why State Farm Agent Tisha Brewer is right here in Coleman County to help you select the right protection at the right price. Tisha will make sure you understand your State Farm coverages so you'll know what to expect if the unexpected happens. With State Farm Agent Tisha Brewer, it's easy to make the right I'm Tisha at Tisha Brewer State Farm. We're located behind Cook's Pest Control at 909 Fisher Street. You can reach us at 256-734-4645. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Tyler Cohn comes off under his own power. Raiders go for two and make the conversion. Oh, they're going to say it's incomplete or did they? Nope, incomplete pass. He was out of the back of the end zone. Yeah, he was out of the back of the end zone. Those end zone lines are hard to see. It is hard to see. I don't know if they're painted red. They're not white like the yard lines, so they must be painted red. Either way, he was out of the back of the end zone. It's hard to tell from right here. He made the catch just too far deep in the end zone. So the Raiders put six more on the board and increase the lead to eight. That's 12. That's 12. Bubba. Yeah, 14 and 26 is 12. 26 to 14 Raiders here. <laughs> We've got 9.24 left to go in the third quarter. Tyler Cohn being stretched on the sideline. Tucker Malin setting on a bench. I almost looks like to me, you know, Tucker Malin may be done for the night. He might be. Doesn't have his helmet with him. Don't know what happened there. Now, I do remember, now, now that you say that, when he returned that kickoff over here on the sideline, he got up a little bit dazed. I didn't think much about it then. I just thought the guys were just ragging him or whatever. But he got up a little bit dazed, okay. and he may have suffered a lick to the head on that last kickoff return, okay. now that you say that. And he could be in up what they would call nowadays the concussion protocol where yep. he can't play yep. after they diagnose that. Of course, when they he did, diagnosed he, me at Hansville when I played, they said, can you play? He's been knocked out. His pupils are dilated. Then they said, can you play? Yes. So I went back in for the rest of the game. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we handled it back then. <laughs> That's why you're the way you are today. What? <laughs> Here's Braden Cooper to kick off for the Raiders. Okay, we got 12 people on the field. Okay, now one backed off. Good. Cooper's kick. Is going to bounce at the 25, be picked up there by the Warriors. Sims up to the 35 and across the 37, up to the 38-yard line. So not bad field position there for West Point. They'll start first and 10 at their own 38-yard line. And also with Cone and Malin both being worked on on the sideline, that takes off two defensive backs. And our secondary, and if West Point, you know, is going to be throwing the ball around, a couple of younger guys are going to have to step up here. Jacob Haynes has come in in the secondary now, along with Tyler Bird. Asa Williams coming in there on that defensive line. Boy, he's a good-looking sophomore, 5'11", 215. We're down two Raiders, actually down four. We'll tell you about the other two. We haven't, we failed to mention that tonight. Here's Hensley on a keeper, 45 midfield into Raider territory down to the 43 yard line is Hunter Hensley. He has an Eva Bank first down. Tyler Cohn is down with cramps right now. He looks okay, but he's got cramps. Tucker Malin may be in concussion protocol. We're not 100% sure. We're already down 
Loggins. And oh, I'm drawing a blank. Why am I 69. 69. Houston Walton. Houston Walton. Both of those guys injured in preseason. Now Hank Hudson's hobbling off the field. Yeah, I think he had a cramp, and yep. a couple of the West Point Warriors saw that, walked over to him, and got his leg picked up and stretched out. That's great sportsmanship by those guys. Hey, everybody's out here playing it's a, hot. playing a game you want to win, but hey, when you see one of your your teammates or even your opponents, you know cramps hurt. Yep. <laughs> Fast as you can get it stretched out, they helped him out, and Hank was able to run off on his own power. Missing Seth Loggins at 6'3", 275, and Houston Walton at 6'1", 265 in that defensive front tonight for the Raiders. Oh, my goodness. Here's Hensley, a long bomb downfield. Good coverage from Bird and another cramp from West Point, the receiver that was running downfield. And the Raiders are down there. Seb Little and Tyler Bird trying to stretch him out down there on the sideline. Not enough trainers to go around here tonight <laughs> yeah, so far. No doubt. Bo Shiree's getting his work in. I was just looking to it. Hensley. He was on about his own 48 when he let that ball go, and it landed at the goal line. That's 52 yards in the air. It's a pretty good-looking ball. Hensley threw for over 1,700 yards last season in an abbreviated version of the spread as they ran a gun-tee run-style offense first part of the season. He threw for over 1,700 yards and 19 touchdowns. Colton Watley, on the other hand, for the Raiders. In mostly our running offense last season, threw for over 1,200 yards, 17 touchdowns, and threw in 425 yards rushing on his own. They're still tending to the West Point receiver in the end zone. Unable to get a number on him, but they're they're working on him. Bo Shiree's over there now along with the training staff from West Point. We'll step aside and be back in a moment. This is the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network presented by K&K Logging. For 30 years, Budget Blinds has been the leader for beautiful window coverings. No need to travel when Budget Blinds brings the store to your door. From blinds and draperies to shutters and shades, Budget Blinds has been transforming windows all over North Alabama. And we make it easy with your in-home consultation, custom measuring, and installation. Budget Blinds, 256-727-6550, 256-727-6550, or budgetblinds.com slash call Coleman's Live 95. It's like no other station I've ever listened to. It's great. Live 95.5.5.5. Sports Network presented by K&K Logging and powered by Coleman Community Radio. Coleman's Live 95. Braden Monfort, the injured West Point Warrior, had cramps. He's making his way off the field under his own power. Boy, you can tell he's he's all knotted up down there in that left calf. Yeah, and... and they were working on the left. They both had both legs up. Yeah. I was thinking, man, if he's got cramps in both legs, that must be bad. But he made his way all the way across, hobbled off a little bit, but he's all walking on his own power. So get some juice in him. Second down and 10 now for West Point. 8.49 left to go third quarter. Raiders lead it 26-14. to 14. Here's Howell. 
on the right side. Breaking tackles, 35-30. Howell's gone. 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Ollie Howell in West Point. And he just took that one 41 yards. Folks, I'm going to tell you something right now. Remember that name, Ollie Howell. This is a good-looking sophomore running back from West Point. This kid's going to start getting some nods. And uh, we've only seen him here in two-and-a-half quarters tonight. But he'll be getting some looks from teams at the next level. Definitely. He's got two more years, too, this yeah. year and two more. Most definitely. That makes it 26-20. And it looks like they're going to line up and go for two right here. Raiders out in their air raid offense tonight. We're down Tucker Malin, and I'm looking to see Tyler Cohn. He's stretching over here on the sidelines. Hopefully he'll be able to get back in. Here's the two-point attempt for West Point. Wing to the right. Twins right, and delay of game okay. on the Warriors. That's good for us. Backs them from the from the three back on to the eight yeah. at least. They'll stay in the same formation. Twins right. They'll shift the wing to the left side. One receiver left. Hensley. Quick pass incomplete. Two-point attempt is no good. 8.39 left to go. Third quarter. Raiders lead it 26-20. Back in a moment on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network presented by K&K Logging. H&S Appliance Outlet is an overstocked scratch and dent dealer offering quality name brand appliances at major discounted prices up to 75% off. H&S Appliance Outlet also offers factory authorized repair services as well as financing options. To better serve the needs of North Alabama, H&S Appliance Outlets are conveniently located in Coleman, Hartzell, and Aram. A proud veteran and family-owned business who's happy to be of service and can be reached on Facebook at H&S Appliance Repair or by phone 256-735-4184 256-735-4184 H&S Appliance Outlet a proud supporter of Coleman Community Radio Back on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network West Point has just scored and drawn within 6 of the Raiders Raiders lead it 26-20 now 8.39 left to go here. Third quarter. We had an 8 p.m. start due to the heat, and it's been a long ball game. Here's Rutherford on the kickoff return. 30. Rutherford breaking tackles. 35. Trying to squirt away and gets up to about the 37-yard line. Well, if he could have seen the green grass out to his left, yeah. he might yeah. could have taken that one to the house. Yeah, they. I mean, they did what you're supposed to do. Tried to funnel him back to the inside where the rest of your players are. He broke four or five tackles. But it was for only for about four or five yards because they were all over him. But bringing it out to the, what's that, the 31? I'll, I'll, no, the 36. I'll take a 36-yard start anytime. First and 10 Raiders from our 36-yard line. Cone back in at receiver. He'll be split to the near side with Hancock. Keefe will go split to the far side. And Blake Cordez comes in for the Raiders. He'll give us trips to the right. Watley. From the shotgun. Just has to throw yeah. this one away. Nobody's open. Thinking that we had a little bit of confusion. Yeah. Definitely. Cordez wasn't sure which side he was supposed to be on. And he didn't have much time. So he just lined up and gave us trips. And uh, Watley under duress just throws that one away. Yep. Yeah, he just threw that one away. We had 
two receivers on this side running the same little bubble route, which I know we that's not in the drawings. So, so it'll be second down and ten for the Raiders from our own 36-yard line. We lead West Point by six, 26-20. Here's Watley. Throwing. Complete to Hancock in midfield. Hancock breaking tackles and fighting his way down to the 46-yard line. That's an Eva Bank first down for the senior, Weston Hancock. Great throw and catch that time. Watley hit Hancock just as he made his break on that little, he was running like a what they call a dig route. And as soon as he come out of his break, Colton Wiley put it right on him. He caught it and broke, broke one tackle, picked up some big yards. Here are the Raiders now inside West Point territory. Watley lobs one out to Cone. He makes the catch at the 43 and is immediately stopped there by West Point. Brian Moon on the stop for the Warriors. Play gains two yards. It's second down and eight. For the Raiders, Rutherford and Keefe split to the top. Hancock and Cone to the bottom. Raiders working left to right as you listen. Across the middle to Keefe. What a great catch. Breaks the tackle. 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Going for the goal line is Tucker Keefe, but he stopped the one. I thought they were going to call what I... And it's all coming back now, holding against the Raiders. I thought they were going to call him in because I thought he bounced off of the Warrior when he tackled him at the one before he fell in the end zone. But still, that's a great play by Tucker Keith. And we're going to have Holden on the offensive line. Looks like they're going to mark it from, well, where are they moving this flag to? The flag was originally lying right near midfield. Yeah. But they're marking off the penalty from the Warrior 45. Okay, I'll take that, or 46. Okay. He maybe overthrew his flag. He was so yeah. excited. <laughs> yeah. That official hadn't thrown his yet tonight, <laughs> see? <laughs> oh, wow. So, nonetheless, it makes it second down and 20. Boy, what a great play that was from Watley to Keith. Keith will stay split out to the left. We'll have trips to the right with Rutherford, Hancock, and Cone. Watley. Looking right, looking right. Good protection. Fires across the middle. High for Cone through the hands of West Point. Oh, my goodness. Noah Bryan had an interception in his hands, and it went right through him incomplete. Yeah, and just a little overthrow that time from Wally because Tyler Cone was open when he broke on the post route. Just threw it over his head just a little bit. Like you said, went right through the hands. Noah Bryan, thankfully for us, was going to bring up third and 20. Third and 20 for the Raiders from our own 46-yard line. Here comes a quick blitz. Oh, my goodness. Haynes is hit as soon as he took the handoff and he fumbled it. West Point has the football. People, I'm telling you, the second Colton Wally put that ball in the belly of Haynes, he was being destroyed. And it was number 10, J.D. Cochran, 6'2", 220 pounds from his linebacker spot that jarred the ball loose from Jacob Haynes. And it looks like West Point will have it. And there's a, Flat. Like a 44, and there's going to be an unsportsmanlike penalty against Good Hope. It's going to be on Coach If it's not a sideline warning, it's on Coach Scott. He's wearing the officials out because I think he's telling them that's twice that they've jumped across our offensive line getting in the backfield and time to snap. Or... Yeah. But, yeah, J- Jacob Haynes, he had nowhere to go. 
the minute he took the handoff, he had two or three West Point Warriors right there on top of him and just coughed it up. So now it's going to be West Point ball and with the penalty, unless it was just a sideline warning. Nope, well, he, no, he, he, he moved his arms the other direction. That is going to be yep. 15 yards. Coach, Coach Scott's asking him, what did I do? So they'll put the football down at the 27-yard line. Boy, what a change of events for the Raiders. We're hanging on to a six-point lead, 26-20. to Last year it was 6 to nothing in overtime. Raiders with the win. We knew there was going to be more points tonight with West Point going back to the spread offense and the Raiders yeah. putting in their own spread air raid Raider system. Coach Scott and the official head referee and one of the other officials having a conversation out near the 30-yard line. Dillashaw's got his back. <laughs> We're ready to get back to play. First and 10 for West Point from the Good Hope 27-yard line. Twins either side for the Warriors. 4-2-5 for the Raider defense. Here's Howell. Right side again. He's hard to bring down. He rambles all the way down to the 15-yard line. He has another Eva Bank first down for the Warriors. Yeah, they're just... It was, earlier in the game, they were running him up the middle. Their offensive line was pushing our four-man four, four man front back, and they were letting him just pound over people. And past two or three times, they've been running him to the outside, and he's getting ahead of steam. And like you said, you ain't going to bring him down. One or two guys. Ollie Howell, six foot one seventy five, and he is fleet of foot, folks. I'm telling you. First and ten. Hensley on a keeper. He bounces off a couple of Raiders and dives down to about the seven. Asa Williams helping get him down to the turf, along with Isaiah Owen for the Raiders. Boy, hadn't said the name Brody Witcher much. Boy, he's anchoring that nose guard spot in there. Or just right over the guard there in that 4-2 front for the Raiders. He's really pounded in there in that Warrior offensive line trying to make something happen for his D. Here's Robertson, right side. Picks up about three. Gets down near the first down marker, but he'll be short. Stopped on the outside over there. Great play by Landon Bagwell. Landon Bagwell and Jacob Haynes cutting in early. Got him by the feet. Drug him down before he could get going towards the outside. Third and short here. Third down and two. Time for that Raider defense to step up. Four wide for West Point. Hensley into the end zone for the touchdown. Everybody looked at the play action going to Robertson, and Hensley took it right up the middle, untouched into the end zone for the seven-yard touchdown. Yep, kind of like that replay that we run. He puts it in the belly of Robertson. He reads what the defensive end does. If he crashes or he goes wide, that time our defensive end went wide with Robertson, and Hensley said, I'll take this one in, and like you said, nobody even touched him. And now, just like that, what was... A 20 to nothing lead for the Raiders has us tied at 26 as we await the point after. Low snap, they're gonna have to fire out. Cochran's got it, trying to get to the goal line. And he does. Yep. JD Cochran, the holder, able to scramble and get into the end zone for the two point conversion. Folks, it's 28-26 West Point now. 
5.51 left in the third. Back in a moment on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. There are many advantages when you bank locally with people you know. Eva Bank will get you started or restarted. Eva Bank offers many loan choices. We stay flexible and put your situation first. What matters to you matters to us. We are specialty lenders with programs for home purchases, home construction, land purchases, manufactured homes with or without land, commercial real estate, and other consumer or business loans. Eva Bank is your one-stop lender. The process is fast and easy. You can apply in person, over the phone at 256-255-2000, or you can visit us online at www.evabank.com to get started today. Eva Bank, NMLS number 414640, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Back at James W. Shable Stadium, the Warriors have taken the momentum away from the Raiders as they have taken the lead 28-26 to here halfway through the third quarter. And Carter Rutherford, who was on the kickoff return, comes off the field. Don't know if he's cramping up or he might have hurt his knee. It looks like he's going to be cramping. They're going to stretch him over here on the sidelines. Folks, it is humid. I know you know it. If you've been outside at all the last couple of days, the sun may have set, but it is still sticky out here. First and 10 for the Raiders now from our own 25-yard line. Watley has everybody covered. He's going to be sacked. He tried to scramble away, but Siler Philyall, the 5'8", 220-pound defensive lineman, was right there waiting on him for West Point. That was some confusion on the routes right there because he looked like he was going to make a quick pass. There was nobody to make the quick pass to, so he decided to try to run and was nowhere to run. So it's second down and 14 for the Raiders. We don't have Tucker Malin. He's on the sideline in what we think might be concussion protocol but no official word here's Cone on the reception up to the 30 yard line knocked out of bounds there by West Point and it's going to bring up third and about seven like you said West Point's got the momentum we need to at least get a first down here yep. Raiders going quick twins either side Watley looking now feel for Cone. Cone makes a break. Watley throws it away into the hands of Chance Aldridge with the interception for West Point. Aldridge across the field. Turns a corner and is finally tripped up at the 37-yard line. Perhaps a touchdown-saving tackle over there by Mason Drake. And we got flags all over the field. We'll have to sort this one out. I think they're all going to be after the interception, though, so it'll still be West Point's ball. I'm not sure, but this one was thrown, I know, on the return. Blindside block against West against Point. West Point. So they've got the penalty marker thrown somewhere near the 44-yard line. We'll see where the penalty occurred. And they'll back it up in there. That's two interceptions on the night for Colton Watley. Of course, the whole offense is new. We're throwing it a lot more than we've ever thrown it before. That's two picks tonight for Watley. Hensley has a pick two. Hank Hudson picked off one for a pick six earlier in the first quarter. So that puts West Point back in business, and they had just scored. If you're just joining us, the Raiders had led this one 20 to nothing. West Point came back 
They scored twice, made it 20 to 14. The Raiders scored, made it 26 14. And West Point just recently scored and has taken the lead here 28 to 26. Timeout on the field. Back in a moment here on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, presented by K&K Logging. Coleman Electric Cooperative has been providing electricity and community support to help local people and businesses grow for the last 86 years. The co-op is adding to that legacy with its new Sprout Fiber Internet, giving its members access to blazing fast gigabit internet speeds with unmatched reliability and extraordinary customer service. Coleman Electric Cooperative and Sprout Fiber Internet, powerful connections, brighter future. Oh no, they're contemporaries. They're not like everybody else. Live! 95.5. Welcome back to James W. Shable Stadium on the campus of Good Hope High School. The Good Hope Raiders Sports Network presented by K&K Logging and powered by Coleman Community Radio. Coleman's Live 95. I'm Tommy Warhurst alongside my brother Daniel. Glad you're with us tonight for Raider football as we celebrate 10 years of doing Coleman County football here on Coleman's Live 95. 10 seasons of Friday Night Live. It is first and 10 for the West Point Warriors now from their own 46-yard line. Official spot the ball ready to play. We're ready to go. Twins either side for West Point. Howell, the running back. Hensley from the shotgun. Looking deep, looking deep. Going for it all. Has a receiver downfield. Good coverage right. down there from Jacob Haynes. Parker Marks had him beat by a step or two, but Haynes closed in there, ran his arms right up between the arms of Marks and knocked the ball loose. And we're going to have holding against the West Point Warriors. And that penalty is going to be marked off from, okay, from just a, looks like a yard behind the line of scrimmage. But yeah, great play by Jacob Haynes. He was trying to hit. Like you said, Marks across the middle, and he just cut in front of him, got his hands on the ball, knocked it down. So after the penalty, it'll still remain first down. It'll be first down and 20. Warriors backed up to their own 36-yard line now. Twins either side. One running back is Howell. Raiders now in a three-man front. Here's Hensley up to the 40. Stop there by Keller. And also Owen on the stop for the Raiders. That's Isaiah Owen, the ninth grader. The freshman on the defensive line making a tackle. A lot of guys having to step up with Walton and Loggins out tonight. Young guys getting some playing time. Raiders have changed. We're in a 3-4 now. Low snap to Hensley. He gets it up. And penalty flag for a false start. Yep. Back them up five more. Let's see, it's already, what, second and 18, so it'll be second and 23. Look about right to you. Good enough for me. <laughs> second and 23 for West Point now. They back it up to their 34-yard line. The first time Marcus way over into Raider territory. I'm not going to tell you where it is because you'll do the math and tell us we're wrong. <laughs> Twins either side for West Point. Hensley from the shotgun. Gives it to Howell. Right side again. That's where he's been having success, but not this time. Landon Bagwell sitting there waiting on him. 
on the outside along with Josh Reburn. Good stop on the outside. I also see Witcher getting off the bottom of the pile there, too, for the Raiders. That's a good job that time of containing Howell. Like you said, he's been hurting us on the outside recently. Hurt us up the middle earlier, but been going around the corner the past three or four drives they've had, and now it's third and forever. Don't let anybody get behind you right here. Nope. Third and long for West Point. About third and 23. Twins either side. Hensley looking across the middle. He's in trouble. Breaks away. Gets across the 40 and is going to be knocked down at the 44. He'll be way short of the first down. Boy, he had Marks breaking across the middle. But the Raiders were chasing him too. So this will bring up fourth down and about 14 now for West Point. And they should punt this football. Yeah, it looks like Cochran's going to go back, punt formation. And we'll send Weston Hancock back. Cochran should hit this one about his own 35-yard line. Hancock stands back at the Raider 25. Good pressure from the Raiders, but Cochran gets it away. Hits at the 25, picked up by Hancock at the 15, and he'll get it back up to the 20. And we got a Raider down across the way. That's Tyler Bird. We'll step aside. Back in a moment here on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. Raiders will have it first and 10. When we come back, we trail West Point by two. West Point leads us 28-26, 2-12, left in the third. In the game of mortgages, experience matters. Meet Josh Phillips, a veteran with over 13 years in the mortgage industry. As the leader in the local mortgage community, Josh is more than just a lender. He's a partner who believes in making an impact. At Impact Mortgage Group, they're not just making mortgages. They're making a positive impact on borrowers and our community. You can experience the difference, too, with Josh Phillips at Impact Mortgage Group. I'm Josh Phillips of Impact Mortgage Group. You can reach me at 256-338-2920, and I'll show you how my experience can help impact your next home purchase. In MLS number 338-177. Welcome back to the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, presented by K&K Logging and powered by Coleman Community Radio. Coleman's Live, 95 WRJMLP, Coleman, Alabama, celebrating season 10 of high school football here on Coleman's Live 95. And we're doing something a little bit different this year than we've done in years past. We're making most of our live talk shows and our sports programming available in podcast form. So the easiest way for you to get those feeds is to go to our website at live95coleman.com, select On Demand, and you'll see the links there to your favorite podcast platforms. And Tyler Bird was the injured Raider. Looked like he had some cramps too. Bo Shiree's got him stretched out. He's over here getting some fluids on the sidelines. First and ten Raiders. Here's Watley, straight ahead, gets a block, bounces out to the outside, up to about the 23-yard line. And just a little lead that time. He didn't even try to make a read as the running back Haynes went the opposite way. Colton Watley just kept that one off the right side and picked up three yards. It'll be second down and eight for the Raiders. We still have 
Twins either side, but they're bunched in closer to the offensive line now. Haynes are running back to the right of Watley. Haynes flares out to the flat. He'll take the dump pass from Watley. Gets across the 25 up to the 27-yard line. Good lick from Jacob Haynes. Yeah. He put one on Robertson right there. Just a little shy of the first down mark. It'll be third down and three for the Raiders. Ball is on the Raider 27-yard line. Minute 35 left to go. Third quarter. We trail West Point by two. They lead us 28-26. Here's Watley again. Downfield. Cones there. He's open. It's overthrown. Just over the outstretched hands of Tyler Cone. Thankfully, it went through the hands of West Point's Braden Monfort, too. Yeah, we used that, though. Had, like you said, twins on either side, but we scooted them down closer to both tackles on both sides, and we were trying to get some more space for our wide receivers to work in. And that time, Tyler Cone broke to the outside. He was open. Watley just overthrew him. Officials. It'll be fourth down. Yep, it'll be fourth down when we come back. An injured West Point warrior on the field. Back in a moment on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. We've spent a lot of time on this. The investigation is finally over. We uncovered several leads, and we have finally found it. We have found what every small business in Coleman has been looking for. Fiber optic quality internet is here. Utilizing cutting edge radio technology, Cyber Broadband is now able to offer fiber optic quality internet in the immediate downtown Coleman area and most Coleman industrial parks. More information is available by calling Cyber Broadband 256-734-1077, 256-734-1077 or on the web at cyberbroadband.net. Back at James W. Shable Stadium on the campus of Good Hope High School. The Good Hope Raiders Sports Network presented by K&K Logging. It is fourth down and three for the Raiders from our own 27-yard line. Haynes in punt formation. Gets away a beauty. Oh, my goodness, what a high spiral. All the way back to the 29-yard line is West Point's Marks. Oh, and we tackle him right there at the 31. What great coverage downfield by Cody Stevens, the sophomore for the Raiders. Yeah, Cody Stevens hustled down there, and he put it on him, grabbed a hold of him, held on tight, and brought him down. So that's a great flip of the field right there by the Raiders with a minute left here in the third period. Puts them back on their 30, 31, 32-yard line. What a punt from Haynes. The old school high spiral. You know, mm-hmm. we've gotten into that thing of running to the side and just kicking yeah. them for years. And Haynes stands back there and yeah. punts this old school. Gets a good high spiral in the air. Here's West Point. Howell trying the left side this time. Nope, you're not going to go there because right there waiting on you <laughs> is Bagwell and Lindsay. Flying to the football. It's number 10, Landon Bagwell. And I think we've shifted to that 3-4 defense and give us a couple of more linebackers to try to read exactly where they're going with it and get some more agile, athletic guys to make make the tackle. We had started in that 4-2 because we we're expecting them to throw it. Yeah. But they've had more success with Ollie Howell, their running back, at six foot one seventy five. So as Daniel said, we've shifted into a 3-4. Twins either side for West Point. Hensley. 
across the middle, complete to Sims. Sims still on his feet, 45 across midfield, 50 before the linebacker duo of Lindsey and Bag will chase him down into Raider territory at the 48-yard line. That's an Eva Bank first down for West Point. Yeah, just a little slant pattern. Nothing fancy about that. He hit him on the move, and he put his foot in the ground, cut back to the outside, and was able to pick up big yardage. So it's first and 10, West Point now. Inside Raider territory at the Raider 49. I bet you they're just going to let the clock go. Yeah, I think they are too. They're going to let the third quarter expire. West Point has come back and taken the lead over Good Hope. As we go into the fourth quarter, it's Good Hope 26, West Point 28. Back in a moment on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. Presented by K&K Logging. Are you ready to make your next move in Colvin? Hi, I'm Tommy. And I'm Angela. We're not just realtors. We're a family dedicated to helping yours. We're not just about buying or selling property. We're about building connections within our community. From local schools to charity events, we're active because we care about Coleman. When you use us, you're not just getting one realtor. You're getting a team working around the clock for you. With our experience and expertise, we'll guide you through every step of the process. We're the Warhurst Team Realtor at Hagamore Realty Group. We make it happen. You make it home. Coleman Appliance Repair is your local appliance and repair company. Servicing most models and brands, they can be found on Facebook or Google for in-home appliance repair needs. Proudly supporting Coleman area athletics and collegiate football. Without appliance frustrates you and you're in need of a repair. Coleman's Live 95. Beautiful. You can call him at 256-507-3415 or find him on Facebook, Google, or online and powered by Coleman Community Radio. Coleman's Live 95. I'm Tommy Warhurst alongside my brother Daniel. We've got a good one tonight. Last year we had to go into overtime and it was a 6 to nothing Raider win. Right now we're just starting the fourth quarter. It's 28-26 West Point. We told you going into this one we felt like it would not be a 6 nothing game with both teams trying to throw it around. And here we are. Raiders scored 20 points in the first quarter. We've been held to six since. West Point was scoreless in the first quarter. They've come out and put 28 on the board. Here's Hensley now on first down. Into Raider territory down to the 38-yard line. And that's a great scramble by Hensley. But I just noticed just this. Our three down linemen ever play, they're just cutting the legs of the offense. They are diving on the ground to try to knock down the offensive lineman for West Point so our four linebackers can read where the play's going. And that time, Hensley just made a great read and took off. So first and ten on the Eva Bank, first down for West Point. From the Raider 36-yard line, Hensley, great protection. Firing into the end zone. Incomplete, good coverage out there by the Raiders. Looks like Blake Cordez out there in coverage for Good Hope. The bad part about our defensive lineman cutting yeah. is they're on the ground and they right. can't pursue or do anything. That time Hensley had all the time in the world yeah. to set up and throw. Because when they dive on the ground, uh, the Warriors offensive line just puts a hand on them and keeps them on the ground. Second down and 10 for West Point now. From the Raider 36-yard line. They lead us by 2, 28-26. Just underway, fourth quarter. Here's Hensley on the keeper, yep. wide open field. Hensley, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. He's in the end zone for the West Point Warrior touchdown. Yep, once again, our defensive line just 
dove at the ground. Hensley picked it up, and a couple of if our defensive linemen are diving, a couple of their linemen ain't even going, ain't even touching them. They're just going on and blocked the four linebackers we had. And Hensley made a good cut right out the middle and just took it to the house. So West Point is extended their lead now over the Raiders to eight. Point after attempt from Fuentes. Hold of Cochran is up and good. 11-15 left to go in this one. West Point leads us 35-26. Back in a moment on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. Presented by K&K Logging. Coleman Appliance Repair is your locally owned and operated appliance and repair company. Servicing most models and brands, they can be found on Facebook or Google for in-home appliance repair needs. Proudly supporting Coleman area athletics and collegiate football, when that appliance frustrates you and you're in need of a repairman, Robert Brantley is ready to help. You can call him at 256-507-3415 or find him on Facebook, Google, or online at ColemanApplianceRepair.com. Back at James W. Shable Stadium on the campus of Good Hope High School, the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, presented by K&K Logging and powered by Coleman Community Radio. Coleman's Live 95. West Point leads the Raiders 35-26 to with 11-15 left to go in this one. Seems like it's been a long night. We've been here two hours and 35, 36 minutes now since kickoff. Well, we still got the whole, still got a whole quarter. quarter to go. If we don't finish by midnight, we got to stop and start over tomorrow. Not start over, pick up where you left off. Here's Rutherford on the kickoff return out to the 32-yard line. Alabama High School Athletic Association. Regulations say you do not carry a game past midnight, whether it's basketball, football, baseball, volleyball, softball. Fishing. <laughs> Mason Drake down on the field with a cramp now for the Raiders. That was to kind of be expected. Boy, you can hydrate as much as you want to, but when the air is this thick and you can almost see. I was talking to Coach Farley before the game. He said, can you, can you see the moisture? And you can now look at the lights. You can yeah. almost see the moisture in the air. Yeah. Um, Drake gets up and walks off under his own power. We're going to do something in this game. We're going to have to do it at least on this drive. We're going to yep. have to get some points here, and then we're going to have to hold them and get the ball back. But we need some points here, definitely. Raiders really need points here. We miss Tucker Malin on the offense here. He had a big first quarter. At least two. Yeah, two touchdowns and touchdowns. a two-point conversion. So Here's Watley. Trips to his right. He'll hand this to Rutherford up the middle. Nowhere to go. Yeah, I don't think they're going to give him. They maybe give him a yard. Nowhere to run, though. He didn't have a lane to cut through. Second down and 10 now for the Raiders. From our own 31-yard line. Trips to the right. One receiver to the left is Cone. Watley. 
Looking for Cone. Got him in the flat. Pass goes through Cone's hands incomplete. He had him open about a 10, 12 yard out that time. Colton Wiley put him on him. Tyler just let it slip right through his hands. Brings up third and 10 now. Third and long for the Raiders. Third down and 10, as Daniel said, from our own 32-yard line. West Point leads us 35-26. We've got 10-36 left to go in this one. Trips to the right as the Raiders work right to left. Cone split left down here to the near side by the home side. Watley looking for Cone, looking for Cone. He's covered up. Watley's going to be sacked. Yep, they got to him. He tried to step up. I thought he might see Tyler going across the the middle of the field. I think he did, but he couldn't get squared to throw the ball. And they bring him down. And we've got another warrior with cramps. Officials timeout. We'll take it with them. 10-10 left to go on this one. West Point 35. Good Hope 26. Back in a moment on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. Presented by K&K Logging. One of the most important things on your home is sometimes the most overlooked. Your gutters. For gutter cleaning, repair, or new gutters, the name to know is Denton's Seamless Gutters. Locally owned and operated, licensed and insured. Denton's offers free estimates and a 10% discount to active and retired service members and any active emergency responders. For gutters, it's Denton's Seamless Gutters, 706-207-7969. Or search Denton's Seamless Gutters on Facebook. On the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, fourth down and 14. Jacob Haynes will drop back in the punt formation for the Raiders. He's hit some beauties tonight. This one's a high wobbler. Going to be taken at the 41. Across midfield into Raider territory is Sims, and he's knocked out of bounds at the 44-yard line of Good Hope. Landon Bagel, great job getting downfield, making a tackle on the punt return. But they're going to start in our territory up by nine about nine almost ten minutes left in the fourth period we'll have to come up with a stop here maybe even get a turnover special thanks to cyber broadband who provides our internet connection for the good hope raiders sports network cyber takes you places where cable and dsl don't go like football stadiums you can learn more about cyber broadband on their facebook page or you can call cyber at 734-1077 here's west point robertson up the middle Breaking tackles. 40 still on his feet. 35-30. Robertson to the outside. 20. Running over a Raider and out of bounds at the 19-yard line is Garrett Robertson. He has an Eva Bank first down for the Warriors, and they are in business deeper into Raider territory. Yeah, he made a great job, or did a great job that time cutting it back to the opposite side. The play was going to the right. He got it off the right side. Once he got into our linebackers, he cut it back, picked up some good blocks from his offensive line. So here's West Point, first and ten. Receivers either side. Here's Howell. He's tripped up at the line of scrimmage. Zachary Keller got a hand on him and tripped him up. He falls forward for about two yards. Second down and eight for West Point. Here's Howell again. Turns it up and gets about three, 
near the 15-yard line. Yeah, he was able to cut it up. Our linebackers were able to come up that time and actually make the tackle. Bagwell and Callahan Lindsey. But it's third and five. Or third and six. Third and six, and now the clock becomes an enemy of the Raiders. 8.30 left to go in this one. West Point leads us by 11, 35-26. Twins either side for Hensley from the shotgun, looking to the right side. Pump fakes for the end zone, now looks deep, throws underneath, in and out of the hands of Eli Sims, right about the five-yard line. He was covered well down there by our linebacker, Callahan Lindsey. I think Lindsey's down near the one-yard line with cramps. 8-11, left to go in this one. West Point leads us 35-26. Back in a moment on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. Founded in 1887, Coleman Savings Bank serves the people of Coleman with a full line of banking services. One of those services is their legacy checking account, available to those 50-plus military, teachers, policemen, and firefighters. It features no monthly service charge, interest earned on any balance, free paper or e-statements, and two free boxes of checks per year, along with other features. You can stop by any one of four convenient locations and ask them about the legacy checking account, or visit www www.colemansavingsbank.com for more information. Coleman Savings Bank, equal housing lender, member FDIC. Welcome back to James W. Sable Stadium on the campus of Good Hope High School, the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, presented by K&K Logging and powered by Coleman Community Radio. Coleman's Live 95. Fourth down. And six for West Point from the Raider 15-yard line. They lead us by and they got it. nine. And they draw us off sides and get closer to the first down marker. Yeah, maybe it'll be one yard, but Hensley just barked real loud that time and picked his foot up, stomped it down, and we had four Raiders come off sides that time. So they'll move the sticks closer. It'll now be fourth down and one. If I was them, I'd do the same thing. Fourth and one from the 11-yard line of Good Hope. West Point leads us 35-26. 8-11 left to play. Hensley on a keeper. Leaps over the line of scrimmage and into the end zone for the Warrior touchdown. Yeah, he didn't get touched that time and went right behind his center. That time they cut our guys down. And he just jumped over the center and took it in untouched from about the 11. Fuentes on to attempt the point after now. For the Warriors. Out of the hold of J.D. Cochran. Kick is up and it is... Good. 8.08 left to play. West Point 41, Good Hope 26. Back in a moment on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. Presented by K&K Logging. 
Hey, Sheriff Matt Gentry here. Hey, on behalf of the Coleman County Sheriff's Office, and we look forward to seeing everybody at the ball field. We pray God's blessings on each and every one of y'all. Hey, when you're coming to and from the ball field, stay safe. Don't be distracted in driving. Make sure if you go somewhere afterwards, don't drink and drive, but have a great season and take care. God bless. Coleman's Live 95. 95.5. Welcome back to James W. Shamel Stadium on the campus of Good Hope High School. The Good Hope Raiders Sports Network presented by K&K Longy and powered by Coleman Community Radio. Coleman's Live 95. Tommy Warhurst alongside my brother Daniel. Glad you're with us tonight for Raider football. We've got 8.08 left to play. West Point leads us 42 to 26. And they have outscored us 42 to 6 since the first quarter when we led 20 to nothing. Here's the kick. It's a pooch kick from West Point. Fallen on by the Raiders, Aiden Black at our 34 yard line. So we've really got to put some points on the board here and then try to make something happen and get the ball back. We were wide open the first quarter. I'm thinking, man, what yeah. kind of an offensive we got? We put up 20 points in the first quarter. Now, six of those were thanks to a pick six from Hank Hudson, but we had two touchdown passes to Tucker Malin. And the pick six, and that's where we were. Moved the football pretty good in the first quarter, but we've been kind of stopped ever since. Twins either side for Watley. Looking for Cone. Throws it to him. Complete at the 40. The last four or five snaps. Wally takes a snap, but he immediately looks right at Cone. I don't know if that's their pre-snap read. If everybody else maybe yeah. has zone coverage and, and Cone's man-to-man, he's just going to his man-to-man receiver. But Keith will be split to the right now. Raiders working right to left. will have trips to the near side. Wally's going to run it this way on the option. Pitches it back to Haynes. Haynes gets up to the 45-yard line before he's pushed out of bounds by Noah Bryan. That'll be good enough for an Eva Bank. First down for the Raiders, and we're going quick. Raiders back at the line of scrimmage, ready to snap this one to Watley. Looking deep, looking deep. Everybody's covered. Watley's going to have to run. And he carries it up to right about the 49-yard line. A gain of about three there for the senior, Colton Watley. Yeah, that's the, I mean, got another injured West Point Warrior on the far side on the numbers. Looks like cramps on that side too. But if if you're running twins on either side and the defense plays a zone defense and you don't throw quick, crisp passes early, I can stand back there and cover up. it. They'll be covered up because there's nowhere to run. You're running into my zone any any route you try to run if you don't hit passes quick. And that's what they West Point's figured out. Hey, let's just back up. Don't get don't press them at the line of scrimmage. Let's back up and make them run into where we got guys standing for a zone. Folks, we're trying to build your new favorite radio stations from Coleman Community Radio, all powered by Coleman's Live 95. The Boombox is our all-80s channel. It's Channel 2 on our app and on the stream. Channel 3 is the edge, all alternative music from the 90s and 2000s. And Channel 4 is the 50s and 60s music on the jukebox. Second down and seven for the Raiders. Cone with the reception into... West Point Territory at the 45-yard line. That'll be good enough for an Eva Bank first down for the Raiders. Is he not going to give him past him? 
How has he not given him that? He was well past the 45-yard line. He was at least a 44. Now they're, no, they're not either. Wow. I mean, he was past the line yep. when he it's, stepped it's third, out of bounds. It's third down and less than uh, <laughs> less than an inch, it looks like. I, the nose of the football is touching the 45, and that's where the first down marker sat. But nonetheless, they're going to say it's third down and short for the Raiders. Watley is going to have to run. He'll have the first down at the Warrior 40-yard line. An Eva Bank first down for the Raiders. J.D. Cochran on the stop for the Warriors. And we're back up ready to run another play. First and ten Raiders. Trips left. One receiver to the right. Watley. Rose to his left. Under duress. Gets it to Haynes. Incomplete. Yeah. Good thing he dropped that one. Angels being pressured out there. On the outside by Bryant Moon. Wouldn't have had much running room had he made the reception. Second down and 10 for the Raiders. West Point leads us 42 to 26 with 6.55 left to play. Twins either side for Watley. He'll flare it out to Haynes on the right flat. It's incomplete. Mm, that's close to being a backwards pass in yep. my opinion. West Point wants to say it's a backwards pass. The official right on the spot says no, it's incomplete. Yeah, but he wasn't in it a was good close. spot to see it because yep. he's at the line of scrimmage yep. at the 40 and the ball was back here at the 45 from where me and you it, were. It, we're it sitting at the like 45. It was backwards. It was backwards. Yep. <laughs> backwards. As a break for the Raiders. No doubt. Twins either side. Watley from the shotgun. Short pass on the outside to Johnson. Parker trying to break tackles and cannot get out of the grasp of Robertson out there on the outside who had help too from Chance Aldridge. Yeah, tried to just throw a little quick screen over here, but he didn't have a chance. All three West Point defenders come up when they made that little bow bow motion by the receiver to catch that pass. So, Fourth down and eight for the Raiders. We need a first down here. Watley. Everybody's covered downfield. Now he finds Cone. Cone can't haul it in at the 30. Raiders are turning over on downs and West Point who has a 42 to 26 lead will have the football here with 6.08 left to play. Back in a moment on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network presented by K&K Logging. K&K Logging is proud to be the title sponsor of the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. In business for over 20 years, K&K Logging can handle all your forestry needs. From clear cutting to thinning to select hardwood logs, K&K Logging pride themselves in landowner satisfaction. A Christian-owned company, K&K Logging is quality you can depend on. Kelly Crawford is a Vulcan District Director of the Alabama Loggers Council. K&K Logging, 256-255-3693. 256 255-3693. K&K Logging, proud supporter of Good Hope Athletics. Back at James W. Sable Stadium on campus of Good Hope High School, Dawson Smith, the injured West Point Warrior. A lot of cramps in the game tonight, but it is, it is sticky on the outside. Air is thick. 
These kids are giving it all they've got. This was a 6 nothing ball game last year, and it's 42-26 now. <laughs> yeah. West Point with the lead. 6-0-8. Left to go. And I got a feeling they're just going to hand it off and run clock. With Howell back there, they would. Nope, this time they throw it. Boy, they had him on a slant, too. Sims was open on the slant, and nobody would have caught him. But he didn't catch the football. Yep. If that one hadn't gone through his hands, he'd have took it, what would that be, 62 yards? Because he was wide open on that slant route. Second down and 10 now for the Warriors from their own 38-yard line. Raiders still in that 3-4 front. Hensley a throw. Slam pass this time to Marks. Marks open field. They're not going to catch him. 30, 25, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown. West Point. Hensley to Parker Marks. 62 yards. Yeah. Just like I said, they just ran the same play they ran before that Sims dropped to the opposite side to Parker Marks, and he didn't drop it. And you said they were just going to run the ball and run clock. Yeah, well, they're running their offense. (laughs) True. Fuentes on to attempt the point after for West Point, who has really poured it on now. J.D. Cochran, the center, I mean the senior, will be holding for the Warriors. High snap, he gets it down. Fuentes' kick is up, and it is good. With 5.55 left to play, West Point leads Good Hope 49-26. to Back in a moment on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. In today's world, broadband internet is an absolute necessity. Unfortunately, the large cable and phone companies only provide broadband internet where it's profitable for them. For the rest of us, there's Cyber Broadband. Providing internet service since 2004, Cyber utilizes a small radio antenna to deliver broadband where cable and DSL don't go. You can join the 21st century today with Cyber Broadband. Supporting streaming, VPN access, and everything else you've been wanting to do with that slow internet connection. It's Cyber Broadband for the win. They can be found online at cyberbroadband.net or look them up on Facebook. Tune in on Live 95 every Sunday from 7 to 9 p.m. to get an eclectic mix Welcome of back underground to the Good Raiders Sports and Network presented by K&K Logging and powered by Coleman Community Radio. Coleman's Live 95. Short kickoff taken by Aiden Black at the 40. And Black gets up to about the 42-yard line before he stopped there. left to play. West Point leads us 49-26. to So now it's 49-6. to They've outscored us since the first quarter when we had them 20 to nothing. Trips to the right. One receiver left for the Raiders. Watley's going to roll to the right side. Throw one out there. Looking for Hancock. They were on different pages where Hancock and Watley pass goes incomplete. Didn't look in sync at all from the quarterback to the wide receiver to anybody. So it's second down and 10 now for the Raiders. 
Twins either side. Haynes to the left of Watley. Watley trying to find somebody open. Everybody's covered. Looking downfield again. He heaves one down long. Complete to Rutherford. Rutherford breaks a tackle at the 15. Gets to the right. And is going to be knocked down at the four-yard line. Good pitch and catch from Watley to Rutherford. And some nifty running from Rutherford after the catch. And he'll be down with a cramp along with the defender who was covering him. Yeah, Wiley was able to escape that time and find Rutherford, and you have have time to actually sling it to him. Great job by Wiley and a great job by Rutherford of breaking off his route and going to the open area. And both guys, like you said, Rutherford and the man that tackled him can't see his number. They're both laying on the turf with cramps. Bo Shiree's getting a workout tonight. <laughs> yeah, no It'll doubt. be first and goal Raiders when we come back. Live 95 is brought to you in part by Merchants Bank of Alabama, a division of South Point. Now with several locations across the state, but still located in the heart of Coleman County. They are a proud sponsor of Coleman Community Radio on Live 95. Merchants Bank of Alabama, a division of South Point Bank, member FDIC. Anytime you're ready. Live 95.5. Coleman's Independent Radio. Let me check it out. Back on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, presented by K&K Logging and powered by Coleman Community Radio, Coleman's Live 95. Tommy Warhurst alongside my brother Daniel on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. First and goal for the Raiders. We'll be in the diamond formation for the first time tonight. Receivers either side. Haynes. In the back of the diamond, trying to get near the goal line. Gets down to maybe the four. Yeah, I hadn't seen that formation in a long time. <laughs> nope. I don't know if we saw it in the spring game. That's what I was about to say. I don't remember seeing it there either. Used to be a staple. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be second down and goal now for the Raiders. Five minutes left to go. West Point leads us 49-26. to 26. Diamond formation again for the Raiders. Backs on either side of Watley and one behind him. Watley's going to keep it, and he gets down to near the two-yard line. Picked up about three. And it's going to be third and goal now, so... Looks like they're going to stay with that diamond formation. It'll be third down and goal from the two-yard line. As Daniel said, we'll stay in the diamond. Black. Uh, nope, check that. It's not Black. It's Parker Johnson with the handoff and nowhere to go. West Point had him in the backfield back there. Look like number 16, Jacob Bentz on the stop there for the Warriors. So now it is fourth down and goal for the Raiders from the four-yard line. Four minutes left to go in this one. We trail West Point. They lead us 49-26. to 26. Diamond formation again for the Raiders on fourth down and four. Watley looking for Cone in the end zone for a fade. Pitch and catch is good. Touchdown, Raiders. Nice little route that time by Tyler Cone. He went inside like he was going to run a slant route, put his foot in the ground, went back to the corner, and Colton Watley just laid it up to him. Beautiful. 
makes it 49 to 32 as we await the point after. We'll come back out with twins either side. Haynes will be the running back to the right of Watley. Watley looking left for Cone. Looking left for Cone. Throws it up. Bounces out of Cone's hands. Incomplete. So the two-point attempt is no good. 3.41 left to play. West Point leads us 49-32. Back in a moment on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. When you make the right decision, it feels good, like picking the perfect place to have dinner or choosing a good night's sleep over binge-watching TV all night. It feels really good to make the right insurance decisions, too. That's why State Farm Agent Tisha Brewer is right here in Coleman County to help you select the right protection at the right price. Tisha will make sure you understand your State Farm coverages so you'll know what to expect if the unexpected happens. With State Farm Agent Tisha Brewer, it's easy to make the right choice. I'm Tisha at Tisha Brewer State Farm. We're located behind Cook's Pest Control at 909 Fisher Street. You can reach us at 256-734-4645. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Welcome back to the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, presented by K and K Logging, powered by Coleman Community Radio, Coleman's Live ninety five, WRJM LP, Coleman, Alabama. Well, the Raiders led this one twenty to nothing in the first. We put a couple more on there since then, but it's been mostly West Point. They lead us forty nine to thirty two. Boy, at the end of the first quarter, we were thinking, wow. This Raider air raid offense is really something. And it, ha- it has been good, but West Point has outshined us. They found a way to slow us down, and they've started clicking on their end. And if you watched a 0-0 zero to zero tie like we did last year, had to go into overtime to get a 6 to nothing score, and tonight there's 81 points yeah. put on the board. <laughs> Two totally different offenses from both teams. And it looks like we've got it set up to attempt. An onside kick. We did, and West Point immediately called a timeout as soon as they saw the formation they wasn't ready for. Folks, we are working to put most of our live talk shows and our sports programming available in podcast form. The easiest way for you to access those feeds is to go to our website at live95coleman.com and select On Demand. Links to subscribe via your favorite podcast platforms are all right there for you. And in high school football, you can't kick it directly into the ground off the kickoff, can you? As an onside kick? Don't think so. Yeah, I don't think you can either. Haynes kicks it right to Garrett Robertson, and he's able to fall on it right at midfield. Good anti-onside kick team there from West Point. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) anti-onside kick. (laughs) Coach Bender, got to love him. Three forty left to go in this one. Next week, the Raiders are on the road to Vinemont. That game will be on the Live ninety five point fives app, channel two, or the stream at channel two. Of course, you can always find it on the Coleman's Live ninety five point fives Facebook page as well. Next week, it'll be Coleman and Jasper on the FM here on the Big Stick at ninety five point five FM. First and 10 West Point now for the Raider 49-yard line. And they're Finsley still throwing. Looking to throw. 
going deep downfield. Incomplete coverage out there from Keller for the Raiders. He was trying to go down there to Sims. Sims and Keller kind of bumped into each other, but the officials knew it was incidental contact, so no flag. Yeah, I mean, I would just think they're just going to hand it off. Up 17 with three minutes left. Hand it off and run clock. But he took a deep shot, and the clock is stopped. It'll be second down and 10 for West Point now. From the Raider 49-yard line. Hensley throws this across the middle. Complete to Marks. And Marks gets down to the Raider 35-yard line. He's got an Eva Bank first down for the Warriors. And a first down stops the clock, too. It's first and 10 West Point now for the Raider 35-yard line. Hensley going to call his own number this time. He squirts down to the 29. Right at three minutes left to go in this one. Tackle that time by Cody Stevens. Was able to bring him down. As I mentioned, next week the Raiders will be at Vinemont. That game will be on off to the channel number two on the Coleman Community Radio family of stations. Daniel and I will be in Jasper for Coleman and Jasper. Dylan Demert and his crew will step in here on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network and bring you that game next week as we kind of go back to our roots here on Coleman's Live 95 and pick a game of the week around the county to highlight on the FM, but all of the games. We'll still have four games for you each and every week on the FM and on our different app channels. So if you haven't done so and you listen to us on the FM a lot, you can go to your favorite app store and download the Coleman's Live 95.5's app. You'll have all four of our stations there. Great music on there, too, when we don't have football on there as well. Third down and eight for West Point. Out in the flat, they go to Sims. And Sims gets out near the first down marker. We'll see where they put him down initially. Looks like about the 26-yard line. He may be about a yard shy. Yeah, looks like he's going to be short. There was a penalty flag on the play. It's going to be holding against West Point. So they'll back it up 10, looks like, from the 27. Or maybe. Yeah. That stops the clock, and it'll back West Point up. The yardage really doesn't matter to the Warriors. They're just looking at the clock. It's top of the minute 50 left to go. It's going to be third and about 14. So third and 14 for the Warriors. Minute 50 left to go. Ball is on the Raider. 39-yard line. Hensley still wants to throw. Deep across the middle. Incomplete at the five-yard line. Good defense down there by the Raiders. Zachary Keller down there on coverage. He's being tested tonight. They were trying to go deep down there to Munford. And it looked like Munford actually had it in his hands. I think Keller ripped it out. He was kind of leaning forward. looked like it at least touched his hands. And Keller was able to rip it away from him right at the last second. So it's fourth down and 14 for West Point. Clock is stopped now. That play only took eight seconds off. We still got a minute 42 left to go. (laughs) 
We're going to make it before midnight? Yeah. Yeah, okay. We don't have to hustle. <laughs> and here's a timeout from West Point. We'll take one with them. Minute 42 left to go. West Point leads us 49-32. Back in a moment, Tom, the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Alabama. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the AHSAA and the Alabama High School Athletic Directors and Coaches Association. Guthrie's Auto Service has been providing quality automotive service since 1985. Located in Coleman on Eva Road, just north of 157, Guthrie's Auto Service is a AAA approved and Napa Auto Care Center, meaning their repair work is warrantied up to three years or 36,000 miles. And because they're part of the Napa Auto Care Network, their work is also warranty at over 14,000 Napa Auto Care locations across the country. Terry Guthrie and his team are award-winning, collecting Napa's Auto Care Center of the Year for the Nashville Distribution Center and a People's Choice Award in 2020. More information is online at guthriesautoservice.net. <laughs> Back on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, presented by K&K Logging, powered by Coleman Community Radio, Coleman's Live 95. This one winding down, a minute 31 left to go between the Raiders and the Warriors. West Point leads Good Hope 49-32. to And it looks like we're going to get in, uh, not a victory, but a surrender. Yep. Formation, we're just going to take a knee. Raiders just going to take a knee, as Daniel said, and run the clock out on this one. Yep, this one's in the books. No sense in getting anybody else hurt, anybody else injured. We can run the 34-second clock all the way down. This one will be under a minute when we snap it and shouldn't even have to snap it. Maybe one more time. You Take a little more time here. Another knee from Colton Watley. Yeah, they'll still have to snap in a time or two. Yeah, he should have let that run more. more. Yep, he snapped it it with 22 seconds left on the clock. So West Point is going to get a season opener win over the Raiders, 49 to 32. As we're just waiting for the clock to wind down on this one. So not the way the Raiders wanted to open the season up. But nonetheless, they'll learn from this one. And they say you typically improve more from week one to week two than you do any other time in the season. Exactly right. And we just did the last snap. And 25 seconds, they're not going to put any more time on the play clock. This one's going to end up 49-32 West Point. And the Raider of the Week, going to have to give it to Colton Wiley. He had three touchdown passes and a couple of other long, long pass plays. So Colton Watley will be the Warhurst Team Realtors Raider of the Week for Week 1. Congratulations, Colton Watley. Not how we wanted this one to end. West Point comes into James W. Shabel Stadium and gets the win 49-32 to over the Good Hope Raiders. Next week, the Raiders are in Vinemont. Dylan Demert and his crew will have that game for you here on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. It will be on alternate channel number 2 on the Coleman's Live 95.5's family of stations. You can get that at live95coleman.com or you can also get it on the Coleman's Live 95.5's app. 
Daniel Lyon will be in Jasper next week for Coleman and Jasper. Boy, some words on the field. Sorry, as I'm as I'm wrapping up, the uh, coaching staffs having words down there. Players are all going through the huddles, and the coaches are kind of going at it at midfield. Coach Scott is not happy. Coach Keith is in there. Yeah, you don't want to wrestle with him. No, you don't want to box with him either. With the gold glove boxer, <laughs> one time fingers <laughs> being pointed in faces and so forth. So. Well, that's like I said. They were up 17 points with four minutes left, and they ran two pass plays, scored on one of them, yep. and there was no need for it when they could have sat and held the ball, took a knee, and ran the clock out and won the ball game. So I don't blame them. West Point comes in to James Shable, gets a win over the Good Hope Raiders by a score of 49-32. to 32. Good Hope Raider football is brought to you in part by Cyber Broadband, Merchants Bank, Tisha Brewer of State Farm, Josh Phillips of Impact Mortgage, Guthrie's Auto Service, Budget Blinds, H&S Appliance, Eva Bank, Coleman Savings Bank, Coleman Appliance Repair, Adam Aker at Mitch Smith Chevrolet, Denton Seamless Gutters, Zaxby's Rock and Roll Sushi, my team, the Warhurst Team Realtors at Hagamore Realty Group, and the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network is presented by K&K Logging. For my brother Daniel, I'm Tommy Warhurst saying so long, and thanks for listening to Raider Football on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, presented by K&K Logging. In today's world, broadband internet...